Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. This is Jordan Grace, and you're listening to the Social Suplex Podcast Network. BWB, this is One Nation Radio. You better get it right. Rich Ladder, James Boyd came to give him life. The Blackest Wrestling Podcast has come to kick all ass and drop his six feet if they're kicking trash. Word, let me welcome y'all to something different. And if you dig it, man, you should let some friends listen. We be getting it in. This on the regular, dude. Ravish and flow, but this shit rule. See, James don't rap, so I had to break it down. The whole network, man, we coming for the crown. Raps in the columns, I keep them both covered Making the beats too, so the listeners can bump it Hit us with the rating, yeah, I'm saying it's a five Before you hit it, talk, bob your head side to side It's One Nation Radio, and this is the beginning It's Rich, and I'm here with James It's time to listen to One Nation You got to unleash the power of the pyramid. This is Mike Semper from WrestlingObserver.com Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio uh, This is Kenny Omega, we're listening to One Nation Radio Check it out guys, these guys know what's up Big Kenny Omega fans, that's all it counts to me Goodbye and good night, hey Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this WrestleMania 36 preview edition of One Nation Radio. Here with me, I have Rich Lotta. What's going on, Rich? Oh, nothing much, man. Just um, about to talk about this damn show. I, I don't even know what I'm going to say, but luckily we have some help to yes. guide me through this. And, yes. you know, I have Sideline prepared later. So everyone that's been clamoring for the return of Sideline, it is here. <laughs> Okay, well, speaking of the backup, the reinforcements of Calvary, we have with us the co-host of All Things Elite, Floyd. What's going on, man? What's going on, Floyd Johnson? You either elite or delete. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> speaking of delete, uh, SmackDown today. Uh, I, I, you know what? They cut to the Ric Flair. Uh, they cut to the Ric Flair retirement match, which I actually enjoy. You know, I enjoyed I that match. But old wrestling, you know, it's just like ah. I started playing my video game. Stop really? paying attention to it. I really enjoyed the match. I, it was really no, fun. No, and- I I really enjoyed the match, and okay. I've watched it like five or six times. It's just, mm-hmm. and it was like I'm sitting here, and I was like, do I want to watch this old wrestling match or play Warframe? Gotcha. I'm gonna play the video game. Yeah, that was my second time ever watching that match. So in its entirety, so like it was it was fun to, to go back to that that moment of like, you know. Like the time when I got back into the wrestling, I had to catch up on all the stuff from WWE I missed and like landmark stuff. So that was one of them. And I only went through uh, Sean versus uh, Ric Flair once. But when I asked you if you watched SmackDown, it's because uh, you mentioned the you're the elite or delete. And um, when they did their little GTV thing, um, showing that Sonya was deleting text messages from say, from um, Mandy's phone because you, you you're an idiot. You have to have everything explained to you. She goes. Delete, 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 and I was, I was like, Matt Hardy That's lives. That's funny. <laughs> Matt Hardy uh, lives. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, you know oh, what? Really I actually cool. saw that, and I just didn't think about it, you know? Yeah. Well, Matt Hardy's been in my brain lately because he's forced himself there. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so we are here to preview um, WrestleMania 36 in its entirety, all 16 matches. Now that the Go Home Show is under wraps. Um, so, um, so like, what day and what match we starting with? Like, like what order? Uh, like, uh, uh, thank you, WWE, for not giving me any information. Okay, so yeah. this is. You're right. They should say what's on what card for Saturday or Sunday. But what I will say is we almost never know what the card layout is for any pay-per-view they do. So I, so as far as that and going down the card, I'm just going to go from the top match to the uh, to the end of them. And that's what it is. But y'all do have a point about they should have told people which yeah. matches are on which shows. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, my my friend, uh, my me and my friend Ryan were big Drew McIntyre fans for like the last two years, saying they should push him to the main event. So we wanted to watch that one match together. <laughs> we don't know what day to watch the match. Yeah, you sure don't. <laughs> we don't know. It's like, yeah. it's like, hey, come this over old, tomorrow and hope. This ain't nothing but like some mystery meat ass reaching the bag. WCW, we'll tell you when we get to, get to the pay per view type. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it's. Let's just talk real quick. Like, just like they've general idea. They've yeah. they've obviously they've run this show already. They've taped it in the can. Comes out tomorrow, like mm-hmm. an album, damn near right. Mm-hmm. And it's just like no fans. This is not WrestleMania. This is just it's like, WrestleMania name only. It, and, they, and you can't even say it's like for the money right because it's like there's no gate there's like you know a small pay-per-view percentage that's coming in and they're i don't know if they're trying to just like gas the numbers like they're still trying to like you know show a certain amount of growth in the network which is probably still going to be negative uh from year to year It'll cycle up. Know. It'll just cycle as low as it's ever, or lower than it ever has during this time of the year. You know who's going to be yeah. really busy tomorrow? Google. People create new Gmail accounts so they can get that one month free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. no one's uh, going like, to pay for this. You know, shout out to to, to them for trying to uh, stick that for fifty nine ninety nine on a Fox app. Like I don't know nobody that owns no Fox Sports app. I mean. Uh, I, I don't recall anyone else. Fight TV. But what I will say is, like, shout out to VCR slash uh, Meltzer says what that, like, did the false equivalency between um, AEW having two different prices and one of the, and the lower price is a replay. <laughs> I, I totally missed that because I blocked that account completely from my timeline. Blocked, oh. muted. Yeah, I they're, uh, they're canceled to the community. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> yeah, buddy. Um, who you know famously like star shit with Meltzer and like tries to do gotcha moment stuff with Meltzer. Uh he he's pointed out that AEW um also does two different prices for the pay-per-view for, for, while also forgetting the fact that like the context is that Alvarez snapped off on them because for years they talked about how dumb people were for getting the pay-per-view at a, a pay-per-view price as opposed to just getting the on the network and getting it in yeah. the part where like AEW has no AEW network. <laughs> uh, right. And then also showing the two different prices 
like one the prices that was lower was the one that was a replay, not like first run. Look, if if he wanted to go there, uh, the play would be like AEW's pay per views cost different internationally, but even then. Right. It's international. It's always right. lower in everything you can think of. Going back to the nineties, like right. when we were kids, like the UK would get the pay per views for cheaper. Right. So like I don't know, man. Like these people need to need lives. Tell them to go outside, get the Rona. Like I don't <laughs> I would say no, don't get the Rona because the more people catch the Rona, the longer I'm gonna have to be in my house in no. So no, don't get the Rona. Stay your ass in the house. Actually do this. Stay your ass in the house. Throw your look. Throw your phone away, and then stay your ass in the house and never come out. Yeah, that's the win. I mean, whatever. So, anyway, um, I mean, do you want to do sideline now and then get to the card because the sideline is most of the fun. <sighs> yeah. All right. Um. So, I guess James hit the music. <laughs> sideline. Oh my niggas, if you're with me, where you at? Where your ass was at, dog with niggas one feet. Where your ass was at, dog with bitches then eat. Where your ass was at, dog with niggas try to run off. Where your ass that dog made me put his gun out. Where your ass was at, dog you went to switch sides. So where are you now that I need you? Okay, and we're back for sideline. Oh, I, lo- I love that intro music. I haven't heard it in so long, and it's just uh, you know just one of the more unique creations uh, of the show. So, uh, without further ado, I kind of cut down on you know people. I didn't write every single person that was sideline. Just people kind of with either names or just like folks that I thought might be like I might be able to give them a couple minutes or a couple seconds to you know to get a joke off, but. Um, starting with Monday Night Raw, the authors of pain <laughs> sidelined Buddy Murphy, sidelined the man who redebuted as a janitor who had all those matches with AJ Styles, who is expected to win the United States Championship any day now. Cedric Alexander, sidelined a man who accidentally got. Uh, Dean Ambrose cheered against him the wrong way. A man who may ha- may or may not have been slanging dick one year ago. <laughs> EC3 sidelined. The next guy, he was in a feud and he was not doing jobs for an entire year, James. Damn near. He was linked up with Dan O'Brien. He was the guy that was going over Roman Reigns on pay-per-view last year. He then had a gimmick where he had a 
um, a, what turned out to be a spider in a cage that was promptly oh, squashed in a week. Uh, Eric Rowan sidelined. Humberto Carrillo. Shane McMahon, to be honest with you. Oh wow, Humberto Carrillo after a million matches against like Andrade and AJ Styles, and no one really liking the guy apparently. Sidelined. The Viking Raiders sidelined. Ray Mysterio. Mike got Dorona sidelined. <laughs> oh my god, we count that. All right. Rick O'Shea, a man who just apparently is in love with the position that he has in the company. And if he's going he ain't gonna be upset about, you know, not trying to expand his horizons, why should I? Sidelined. <laughs> then we had the guy that, you know, had the regimen before. He basically, you know, came up from the main roster out of obscurity. Won a championship less than you know a month or two ago. Um, put Ricochet away in a shocker. All of a sudden, he's no longer the champion of that belt. The twenty four seven that is Riddick Moss sidelined. Our truth shucking jive your ass to the sideline. <laughs> it gets me every time. <laughs> Will he or won't he? The man that supposedly was so much more over. Once you know this, all this this goofiness started with him, with Lana, with Lashley, <laughs> with uh, you know whoever, the the contract dispute, the you know figure it out, sir. Rusev sidelined. Samoa Joe sidelined. Zack Ryder man came up outside the ring. Shout out to Chelsea Green, but oh, in this weird. case, sidelined. Sean Benjamin, he only gets pulled out of mothballs whenever Brock Lesnar has a spot the second week in a program with somebody. Sidelined. The Iconics, all them terrible matches, all those terrible promos, all those. Actually, they didn't even let them wrestle because they knew better. Uh, Probably yanked from TV, left on the sideline. Rusev's wife. Or, you know, the, the, the woman that was with another woman, apparently, uh, that was then with, later with Bobby Lashley, I was told that was, you know, doing all this business and, and attracting these new fans and, and helping out so much on social media. Sideline. Uh, Liv Morgan, I was told she was going to be a superstar, James, a, a main event talent. Technically, they're not wrong because she did main event Elimination Chamber. But, <laughs> however... At WrestleMania 36, she is sidelined. The Queen of Hearts, sidelined. <laughs> Meaning Natalia. Uh, Ruby Riot came back from, from a long injury hiatus, and you know, maybe you thought she was gonna get something going. No, sidelined. Sarah Logan also sidelined. On to SmackDown. A man that was pulled out of NXT way too early. Um, never really got a chance, but boy, does he smile greatly. Apollo Crews, no, sideline. Quite frankly, one of the most underrated wrestlers of all time. He's uh, eventually may have to get the uh, Observer Award named after him. Pretty much came up with the fact that, you know, kind of coined the phrase of WWE being a parody, one of those guys, Cesaro, sidelined. We know these dudes ain't showing back up in WWE. Uh, FTR, <laughs> free the revival, sidelined. Jeff Hardy, 
I, I just hope he's doing something constructive with his time. Sidelined. The Miz out here. Mike got Dorona. Sidelined. One yeah. of the Yeah, yeah. One of the Usos. Wait, 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 Rich. They didn't advertise that they were doing any different of a match. Like they were still on for this tag team three way ladder match. Yep. Liars. Con artists. Holy scammers. Shit. Cowards just just completely, you know, scheming on their fans at all times. They don't love y'all. Uh, one of the Usos. I don't know which one is in the match, but uh, <laughs> one of those guys are sidelined. Now, uh, a member of the New Day. So, we already know he's Avery Woods is injured, so we're going to leave him out of this. Right. But the person that's going to be on the sideline is either A, a dude, that was your former WWE champion <laughs> for six months out of the year. <laughs> a a dude that uh, you know has been probably wooed around uh, since that point, or a dude that you've claimed you saw this potential in, and you know everyone always thinks they should push either Biggie or Kofi sidelined. This you can't get high plays for this man has contingency plays for sideline. That's what it's crazy. <laughs> I'm going to levels to the shit. There's depth, you know? Um, so we going to see how hype, uh, Mojo Rowley can oh, be from the sideline. Um, <laughs> a man who may or may not be hacking computers and be behind GTV. From what I'm learning now, uh, <laughs> a man with, Unlimited personality, charisma, talking ability, just an all-around awesome wrestler. Uh, Mustafa Ali, sidelined. Um, the dude who once got his robe pissed upon oh, uh, went over Ricochet simply because he had a mustache at one point. Just completely sidelined. Uh, Robert yeah. Roode. Yeah, he's not even anywhere near this Dolph Ziggler and Otis Singh, and he was just tagging with him a month ago, and he had no breakup angle that I was aware of. Yep. Um, a man who is a two-time cancer survivor Gosh. who was up until a week, up until tonight, really, was <laughs> being advertised in the Universal Championship match had to had to go on his own social media and explain to people why he would not be in the match. People still didn't believe it for some odd reason. Um, a man that they completely wasted a year of uh, putting him infused with all types of suckers, uh, backyard wrestlers, stiffs, and, and dudes that would completely lower his value. Um, so Roman Reigns put himself on the sideline, not the WWE. <laughs> um, he had a big return a couple months ago. He was putting people down. Uh, it's only a miracle that he didn't end up wrestling Daniel Bryan because I for sure thought it was going that way. Sheamus sidelined. A man who I was once told was going to be the most over man on the main roster. A man who is a King of the Ring finalist gave Baron Corbin probably his best match ever. Who got his haircut and he looks like a goof. Shows up dressed like a nine-year-old. Shorty G, sidelined. Shinsuke Nakamura, my God. Just a man who is a complete shell of himself. I've said it a million times. He came to this country 
I don't even know who's like, like you look at him and you look at Goto, you tell me who's the better wrestler right now. Shinsuke Nakamura, sidelined. Tucker, sidelined. <laughs> Carmella, Mike got Dorona, sidelined. Dana Brooke, Mike got Dorona, sidelined. Mandy Rose, sidelined. And Sonya Deville, sidelined. Lots of wrestlers sidelined here. That is so much talent that could be used to make your own WrestleMania level card on your own. Um, off to the side with Samoa Joes and Nakamura's and the like. It's, it's, it's just, they have an embarrassment of riches and it's embarrassing that <laughs> they never get rich off of it to this extent. Ever. Like, creatively rich. Anyway, uh, they may hand over fist. They make way more money than they deserve, uh, but whatever. Uh, if, if you know, life's not fair. Um, you just told yeah. me, uh, you know, Ricochet losing to Brock Lesnar was was the start of a story. Story to you, fucking nuts. Sidelined. <laughs> like, like, where is he at? Yeah, where is Cedric at? They be Andreing. These people be Andreing, but ain't no Andre. That's my point. They would be. That's what I said. They would be Andreing. They can't even do that this year. Uh, so yeah, um, oh man, but yeah, let's, um, let's just go ahead and get into it. Um, at the top of the card, you have Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre. Uh, Floyd, do you have any, uh, you know, things you want to talk about or bring to the table that me and Rich may have missed just throughout, without watching, um, the program week to week that you, uh, Nothing really. They have set it up. They have set it up where uh, Drew McIntyre can lose, and I don't. You know, I don't think he is just because it. They're gonna. They're gonna need something for this WrestleMania, something to draw in, and I think that's gonna be it. Is the whole Drew McIntyre beating Brock Lesnar thing? But as far as the build, it's been straightforward. Drew McIntyre kicked him in the face like three times and knocked him out, and. Paul Heyman is like, oh, Drew McIntyre, you're really, really good, but you're going to get your ass kicked by Brock Lesnar. It's pretty much the same thing he says to everybody. He puts him over and then says, but you're just not Brock Lesnar good. So I don't I don't think there's anything. It's been the most straightforward build. They just haven't had him like to destroying people on TV because of the current situation. Yeah. Um, the th- I saw the the three the episode that had the three um, Claymore kicks, and I thought this was so efficient and effective and straightforward, and it made you believe that like Brock's already selling for this dude; he could actually really lose here, and um, it just sucks for for Drew. Man. His moment, his big match, biggest match of his career is going to be inside of the PC or already took place in the PC. has been pre-recorded. Um, I almost feel like as a make good to the dude, <laughs> you almost have to like have him lose here and have his arc to redemption to get it back at like the next big show you can possibly do. Like it's almost to me, it almost feels like too big a moment for you to just do it here because then no one will really remember it or you never get the quote-unquote coronation that you you know you've been trying to get with you know both of these gigantic dark-haired uh bearded motherfuckers for the last uh five years so um i don't know man like i think they're gonna have a really good match uh i don't think it's gonna be a long match but i think between those two uh match up pretty well and 
you know, I hope that there's just they just go out there and beat a shot of each other, and we come out with with uh, an entertaining match. I was gonna say oh, this is a James Boyd special. This is uh just just beat him. Just <laughs> glad the guy beat him. It's so that like there's no there's no magic routine to this. Bro- uh, Drew kicks Brock Lesnar in the face, gets the three count. That's what it should be. It. I mean, that's it. Rich? I feel like this should do. I feel like this should do an angle to not do the match. Um, I'm not really into it. Uh, I have major reservations about Matt McIntyre being a compelling lead babyface. I think he could easily get booked into tragic situations. Um, not really feeling it. Um, Lesnar and Heyman, I'm tired of the act. I was tired of it four or five years ago um, or three years ago at this point. And it's nothing new. Um, it's like, will, will Brock Lesnar lose to the, this person and finally go away? It's like, I'm not falling for it. I'm not intrigued by it. Just get it over with. I I could care less. Like, <laughs> Yeah, so my perspective on that is, uh, yeah, I'm not expecting. I don't think anyone really is under the impression that like this could be his last match. Like, I mean, this is some boy who cried wolf shit with him, right? Like, it's we've we've heard that a million times. Like, no, he's just going to win, and then he's going to sign a new deal, and we're going to find out like after WrestleMania that he signed a new deal for another like two years, and he's making like a million dollars per show <laughs> that he does. Uh, or or actually it was like five hundred thousand was the going rate. But maybe it goes up even higher this time because there's new TV money. But I don't know. Um, yeah. So uh, what, what, what's the star rate? I'm putting it two point seven five. I don't think this one. I don't think you could star rate this match because it's going to be that short. So three. Um, <laughs> I. I don't know whether to put it at two point seven five for the over under or put it at two and a half. I don't know. Um, cause I don't think it's going long and I don't think they're going to, it's going to be some Goldberg slash, uh, Goldberg versus Lesnar thing. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think it will be good. I don't think it will be some classic and it'll be, or it will be impo- nearly impossible to be a classic, but I don't, I don't even think it'll be a great match. I think it'll just be a good match and I'll leave it to that. So that sounds about appropriate between two and three quarters. Um, next match on the card. <sighs> I'm only going by, cr- by, placement because there's a title match Goldberg versus Braun Strowman pulled out as like the safety valve much in a much similar fashion to a few years ago when there were rumors that Roman might be involved in some type of steroid stuff that was uh, ultimately unfounded um, he, he's he's always the backup plan for, for Roman Reigns always it, this is the time where he it's time the flat circle he finally had to break the, the glass case of emergency. Um, we're p- way past the peak. We're not even at a mountaintop anymore with LeBron Strowman. We passed it. It's been long gone. Um, they've missed their opportunity, and this is where they are. Um, could this be the shot in the arm? I doubt it, but maybe. Uh, what are y'all thoughts on this as a just as a match as far as because you know it's gonna go short. It's not gonna be anything necessarily good. But like, do you think this could be a a, a shot in the arm to maybe like rejuice up uh, Braun? He pulled himself up by the bootstraps. Oh shit! <laughs> you know, 
to earn this title <laughs> shot. Earned it. Yes. <laughs> to earn this title <laughs> shot. So. That was really good. <laughs> I asked, uh, uh, that I, went the, topical. Oh, <laughs> uh, the struggle of the six foot, three hundred and fifty pound bodybuilder. Um, strong man. Yeah, strong man. Yes, oh, I mean, shit. life in the WWE's been rough for you, so. Um, all these years, yeah, it off. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I, I honestly don't care who wins this match. Uh, but I think I honestly think they're just gonna give it to Braun just because they don't want to pay Goldberg to show up again. Wow, they would do Yo. something like that at this point. They would. <laughs> yeah, they that is. Don't, they just don't want to take fucking it. They don't want right now, Goldberg. So uh, we gonna need the blue belt back. Um, Holy shit! Is I think this is a real worst match of the year contender right here. Oh yeah, uh, if, it, if, if, no it, if it goes for for anything longer than three minutes, we're talking deep in the negative territory. Braun Strowman versus 2020 Goldberg in an empty arena match. I know you didn't see him versus Bray Wyatt. That's my point. It can't be worse Goldberg than the Fiend. He's a fucking shell. Of, he's a fucking shell of himself. He's a shell of himself three years ago. Like. <laughs> Like, so who's I carrying do. this match? Who's carrying? Bro, I have no the match idea. Is too short for it to be carried. It's a three I mean, minute now, match. I, I, I've seen him fuck up a six minute match with the Undertaker. So what are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> he, look, I understand the jokes and whatnot, but the nigga was concussed when that happened. Who, who concussed him? He he bopped his head right into the steel post. He, I'm saying he cussed, concussed himself because he's horrible. that doesn't. I understand what you're saying that like. My point is, I'm not saying that like he shouldn't have concussed himself. Obviously, he shouldn't have concussed himself. But the dude, accident shit happens. Accidents happen. He busts his head on the thing, and then from there he was loopy, so he couldn't get to do the uh, the jackhammer. He gave that man a shoot brainbuster. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Old, he gave Bray Wyatt old. Uh, I don't know what the hell that was. He just didn't get him all the uh, way up, but ago. he didn't give him a, a, a brainbuster. Right, it, it looked bad, and Strowman ain't none but heavier. So <laughs> I don't think it's gonna end in a jackhammer. I truly believe that it's gonna end with like some type of shit where it's like, oh, he gives him a spear through like the ringside area or something like that. I think it's gonna end with a power slam, and I think I think uh, it's gonna end in negative stars. <laughs> I, I don't think it's gonna go long to negative stars. But we'll I was about to say, I'm you, all say, right, we'll do this. Set the, the over under, Rich. You've been doing it for, for matches. Go ahead. Negative one. Negative one, I'll gladly take the over. I'm, I was going to say, I'm going to set it at two. I'd probably say I set it at like 175 because it's going to go so short that you can't even say that it was too bad or too good or even average. So great thing is, that's what I, that's where I put my uh, over under for this. Great thing is, they could have done this match like six times and we just get the best version of it. <laughs> exactly. Braun Strowman, Goldberg, MD Arena. Man, be there. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm going to the next match down um, based on how they're pushing it. Um, Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler. Um, so what have what are we missing? What are, what are missing uh, plot points that we are missing? Um, okay, uh, Floyd. So 
you know, they did the bite neck thing, and everyone right. thought she was a vampire, but no yeah. one ever, you know, it wasn't that. It right. was just she was trying to establish dominance from the beginning. Yes. Becky is. Dominance. <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> Becky. Uh. Uh, Becky is has been uh, man. The promo she did cut. Uh, she cut after they showed that uh, botched finish from uh, last year at WrestleMania. The promo she cut was pretty good because she called Shayna out for uh, saying, "You know, the only reason you want to beat me is because you want to do something Ronda can't do to get out of her shadow." I actually thought that was well put together. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought, and I thought she really uh, drove home that part and made me want to fight. I want to see the fight, and then Shayna coming in and choking her out afterwards. I was like, and throwing her against it. I was like, this is cool, but I don't think it was needed. But you know, uh, I thought if they would have ended on that promo mm-hmm. with that, uh, with that line, that lingering. Shayna is trying to prove herself uh, to basically to Rhonda, prove herself to herself and to Rhonda. That would be great. Uh, Becky, and I love Becky. I, I mean, I think she's amazing. We all I do. Think she's super nice and everything. She's an average wrestler, and it just—I don't think she's gonna be able to be what Shayna needs. Because Shayna is, uh, Shayna needs her opponent to be the exciting part of the match. Because Shayna is going to wrestle. I don't think Becky can pull that off, but we will see. Uh, and I thought, oh, yeah, I think, I think Becky, sh- Becky, there's no way Becky shouldn't get choked out this weekend. She might not tap, but she should pass out. Be- Becky, not, Becky, not wrestling a uh, Sa- uh, Sasha Charlotte or a Japanese woman. Woo! I don't, I don't know what this uh about to be, and you know Shayna, she ain't never like known for making the match better, and we seen these two out there, uh, along with Bailey, wrestle the utter silence at Survivor Series. Uh, they'll be wrestling the silence again under diff- different circumstances, <laughs> but <laughs> um, I I think it's time to switch the belt. But I, I mean, I just like saw all the Shayna Baszler that I pretty much needed to in NXT over the years. Fortunately, you know they have to expose Wait, her to the again. audience now. Wait, say it again, Rich. This they have to expose her to. They have to expose her to the wider audience now. They they have to expose her to the wider audience now, and now she gets to restart her reign of terror. I think this is gonna stink. Um, because it's just like Becky doesn't have the same like it's, it, it like Shannon doesn't really feel like someone to really conquer in my opinion and it doesn't make sense for Becky to keep the belt either because then it's like well who's next you done whooped everybody already so it's like it almost has to go to Shayna so I'm just kind of like uh I I guess but um I'm not sure about the about, about these two as a, as a match in the ring. I think the only way that they can save it is like if it was like some no DQ stipulation or something like that. But then that kind of handicaps, you know, Shayna her her being the weapon that she is. Um, I, I think it's you know it's unfortunate that you know uh, <laughs> that Becky couldn't ever get her match with Ronda Rousey to really beat her. 
Yeah, I'm in the same place you guys both are. Um, this is a match that I put in the. If I said over under, I'd say like two and two and a half. Um, right there with you. Yeah, uh, they are. Becky is good, but no one wants to see Becky try to sell like she is getting bullied and tortured by um, this shoot fighter. Um, especially when she just got done vanquishing a shoot fighter um, last year at WrestleMania and overcame her. Um, And Shayna is very one-dimensional as far as what she brings to the table in a singles match. Um, Like, if you play her game, she, she does do very good TV work. The problem is this ain't a TV match. It's a pay-per-view match in... I don't think people are going to, you know, be into in an empty arena, um, deal with, you know, not Chris fast paced wrestling. Um, this is a match that has all the opportunity to just, uh, blow up in their face. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I hope they go out there and have some storytelling classic, but in a regular rules environment is the first match of the series. I have my doubts. Um, but I, I do agree with you, Floyd. I, I think that Shayna should win. Like, if Shayna doesn't win, then, like, I don't know why they even brought her up for this. Well, we asked that question quite a bit when they, whenever they bring anyone up from NXT. Uh, why <laughs> did they bring point. them up? <laughs> why did they bring point. them up? But Shayna, Shayna is like, she just has that badass, you know, that badass thing down, and I just think they need to go with it. And, you know, give her the belt. And it's just, I don't know if they will, because Becky's hot. She sells a lot of merch. But and but that Stone Cold character that she's playing works better in the chase. You, you, you can't say, you can't say that you're kind of underrated when you have you the belt. You mean everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on from there, we're going to go to... Edge versus Randy Orton last standing match. This is, and I, I will say this for the era that they're in right now, or this time frame they're in right now, where they're doing all of these shows from the PC or for full sale in front of no audience. The promo work in this these this month, this last month, right, has been better. We've gotten more quality, top-notch promos out of WWE main roster guys in this last month than we had in, like, the last... I can't remember the last time the promos were this good. Um, you know, it they are actually, like, on, a par, on par with, like, what you see in NXT, what you see in AEW on the top end. Like, Randy Orton has been incredible. Edge has been incredible. AJ Styles has been incredible. You got Seth Rollins out here cutting money promos for the first time, maybe ever in his entire career. Kevin Owens is Kevin Owens again on the mic. It's 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 very uh, interesting. But back to the point, like Randy Orton is in the middle of of the best like part of his career in year sixteen, seventeen. No, it's two thousand. It's seventeen. He's he came. Or no, I'm sorry. Uh, eighteen, eighteen. This is um this is amazing. Uh, it's kind of interesting that this person that like we've all, that a lot of people have said over years is this boring person that cut cut promos is actually just like another victim of WWE's written product structure where 
if you let this person come out here and, and say what he wants to say and, and um, commit to his character, he could be this. And we've seen him at points in two, like 2015, for example, where he could do this, but this is another level. Um, uh, but it, this story is awesome. Uh, so I don't know where y'all want to go with this. So some, one of y'all take over. This has been... Um one of my favorite things to do and it's old school pro wrestling they're using uh their past and everything to just build up this personal relationship whole randy orton rko and beth phoenix yep uh, you know to, i have to bring them up at least once this show this is cody rhodes's professional wrestling right here. <laughs> this this is you were you put Cody right there with like Randy and them telling these long stories, him cutting in I mean, good lord. So this is my shit. If you might this is like this story has been great. I just like the guys that just want to fight each other, proving who best, you know, the whole idea that Edge was gonna retire until Randy Orton RKO'd his life. Man, it's good shit. This is this is the soap opera that I love in professional wrestling. Rich, uh, I watch a lot of it, but um, I'll say they um, y- you have to finally like kind of shake them and be like, yes, do this more often. Like they came in with a plan going back to the Royal Rumble and didn't right. deviate from it. They just right. kept letting it go and, you know, taking a couple weeks off here and there and then getting back to it and um I'm hearing like mixed reviews on the promo. Some people think they're like, you know, they're over overacting a lot. It's really dramatic. And then, uh, you know, uh, other people are like, you know, it's, it's a testament to what they're doing without fans. It's, it's just amazing. Um, yeah. And I think it really comes down to the criticism we normally give WWE promos is like, why aren't people allowed to look in the camera? What happens when they are this like, (laughs) and it looks like they're allowed to make a connection with someone. Um, to where you even have people shouting that <clears throat> this is such great work on, you know, one end of the spectrum. Um, but, you know, feel bad for Edge that he has to come back for, yeah. for uh, the empty arena. But, I mean, he always got, he got, he did get that Royal Rumble uh, pop. So, he, also, uh, he checks my guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and if you don't think Edge is still going to get his bag, uh, you have another thing coming. That man signed a massive deal. Shots out to Tony. Con, um, so uh, yeah, I, th- I think Edge is going to win, but um, you know, it's nice. It's nice to see Orton caring. Uh, you know, yeah. once every couple years, you know. Yeah, he um, is certainly motivated in given like this year's build to WrestleMania and last year's build with him and AJ is like, if we can figure out a way how to bottle up like. WrestleMania build Orton and store it for like the other like you know Survivor Series, SummerSlam, Royal Rumble. No, because then, then he would have to care and and that, you know be compelling all the, throughout the year. No, 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 not throughout the year. Four times a year. Can you give me four? Can you give me like eight promos over? Can you give me eight promos, two for each like month going into one of these big four shows? Can you do that, Randy? Can we figure out how to motivate Randy Orton? Maybe the idea is he will be 
motivated if you got out the fucking way and let him do what he wanted to do as opposed to the shit that he's been doing for like forever that he's just like he turns his brain off he's not even like thinking on a critical level when he's like oh you want me to do what okay I'll go out there and I'll, boom 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 okay I'll get the fuck on like let this man be engaged it seems like there was real investment in this uh, on this because it's edge so he's he's all in pun intended so let this dude go out there and like let him do what he wants like you hear all the stuff about uh Daniel Bryan has input to do stuff, so that's why he's like working on the lower on the card, so he can like work with people he wants to work with, and he has quality stuff all the time. If that's what you have to do to motivate Randy Orton when he could do stuff like this, you should have done this a decade ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I guess. Well, I guess. <laughs> Randy Orton has a part-time mindset and a full-time body. Yes. Yep. That, that is that is that is one of the best like that is one of the most concise things I've ever heard on this show. Yes. Absolutely. It all makes sense now. Okay, so <laughs> this man was meant for part-timing. <laughs> okay. So next match. John Cena versus Bray Wyatt. Um, this is a program that is rife with flat out laziness, rife with un like what's the opposite of creativity? Uncreativity. I don't think that's a word. Discreativity. I don't think it's a word either. Just the opposite Blazing. of it. <laughs> if we've done this before, let's go out here and do it again. These character or one of these characters is so far removed from where it was. <laughs> Let's try to tie to tie this back to, you know, their previous thing being a triggering moment. Even John's- though it makes no sense because Bray Wyatt has been a two-time champion since "quote unquote" John Cena broke him. Which, whatever. <sighs> John Cena took this match to put over the new Fast and Furious movie, and then it got pushed back a year. So he's like, "Fuck, why am I here?" <laughs> yeah. That that's really all this is. <laughs> Pretty much. Why am I? Why am I here now? Because I'll lay down for this dude. Whatever. Mm, pretty well, much. I'll lay down for the clown. Whatever. Uh, hey, let's go. I, I have enjoyed um, seeing John Cena just utterly de- destroy Bray Wyatt in promos. Um, I'm I'm quite frankly rooting for Cena to squash him in three minutes. Uh, get Bray Wyatt the fuck out of here. I've been saying get Bray Wyatt the fuck out of here since 2013. I'm not changing now. Um, like, <laughs> like, he fucking sucks. Why are you like, get it out of here? Like, I, I don't care about your fiend mask. I don't care that you're crying that he won't be in the Universal title match. I don't care. Get him out of here. The, the Cena rides again. Fuck him. Yeah. Bury him, John. Yeah, so... For me, it's been fun the two times that I've watched uh, Raw or Raw. No, two times I watched SmackDown since Cena came back. I watched the show after the Saudi Arabia show just because, like, what's what's going on here? Um, and Cena was incredible, and it makes you makes you reminded like if he wanted to, he could be the top guy again. But he's past that. He's he's he's. He realized, like, I need to get the fuck out of here. This shit going down, brother. This shit going down. <laughs> so, yeah. um, he, uh, so it's cool to see him back in the back, kind of like dusting off the chops and still being the fat, showing you that, like, if I want to just destroy someone on the mic, I can still do so. 
and he's done it twice. So that's that's fun to see. As far as a match, it's gonna be a clusterfuck. So whatever. Hopefully they keep it short. Hopefully they might be able to tell. Hopefully you know with the fact that it's a uh, that it's a Firefly Funhouse match, they can turn it into something interesting. Um, even if it's uh, a so bad it's good thing, which is typically what Bray Wyatt stuff is when it's like, for example, like House of Horrors match that they did with Randy Orton. Um, but yeah, that's where I'm at on it. Like, I'm not I'm not watching this match expecting to be entertained by Bret Hart's professional wrestling. Not a fucking chance. But maybe they bring something to the table that I wasn't expecting, and hopefully, you know. At the least, it's it'll it'll stink so bad that we can laugh at it and say this is the absolute zero professional wrestling. This is wrestle crap. Three and a quarter for Edge Norton, by the way. I'll say three and a half over under for for, for any and uh, Randy and uh, yeah, I, I, I'm agree with the three and a half. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Edge coming back just to come out here and just <laughs> disappoint in the way in the way Orton is uh coming out on the mic. I think Orton wants to wants to help facilitate. <laughs> Um, so I, I think there will be one long wrestle, not two. Um, so, so yeah. Uh, oh yeah, and that's a and that's last man standing match. So yeah, that match that match automatically four three and a half is like that's you know bare minimum. I might have to bump it up to three and three quarters, but I ain't gonna go crazy. It's WrestleMania. Uh, so so yeah. Um, as far as over unders for the House of or sorry, the House of Horrors, the the Firefly Funhouse match. Good. I'm going to set it at 10 minutes, as in if it's longer than 10 minutes, I'll be asleep and won't see the end of it. Okay. I'll set my at one and a half. I'll set it at one and a half. Okay. Yeah. Uh, moving on from there. <laughs> zero. I, 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 it's hard for me to imagine they're actually going to have a zero star match at WrestleMania. I mean, I'm sure they have those. Me and Bray Wyatt's done it before. Good point. Good point. And they're, you know, they're going to do some spooky elements to 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 add to that. So it could be Bro, this, this. This may be worse than that. That's hard to imagine. <laughs> Okay, so, so bad. next match. Uh, <laughs> Bray Wyatt, the, the Under- finesse job stops here. The Undertaker versus AJ Styles. Oh my god. <laughs> um, what have we missed from the last couple weeks that uh, that I've missed out of this? Um, for- uh, so, Undertaker called AJ Allen Jones. And he told him to bring. I mean, this is a uh, apparently going to be a graveyard match, but they're calling what, it a boneyard a, match. A boneyard match because you know everybody's dying right now from a disease, so they don't yeah. want to call it a graveyard match. Yeah, because boneyards yeah. is so different. So the way I see it is, this is going to end up being a six-man match because he's like, "Bring your boys. Right. I'm going to bring a holy trinity." Right. I'm wondering, are we going to get like the APA? Is oh, are, we gonna, are we going to are we going to get uh Bradshaw? Who's the holy trinity? That's what I'm saying. Who's the holy trinity of enmity? I- evil. Are we going to get the APA? Is he going to bring his his boys? And you know, because Bradshaw was supposed to go in the Hall of Fame, so give get have him throw a lariat out there. You know, vote for Trump. Man. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> really digging into the ministry of darkness i'm just saying what else is he gonna do or what you're gonna give the war raiders a rub finally kane plus somebody i don't fucking know 
Can't, can't, man, I don't know. I, I don't know what it looks like the mayor leaving the state, you know, when he has the whole uh, his whole county on lockdown. That would be kind of messed up. Right, but we're also talking about WrestleMania happening in a in a in a LA fitness right now. So I mean, yeah, anything yeah, is yeah. possible at this yeah, point. I mean, anything is possible. But he's the way he said, "Bring your boys. I'm bringing the Holy Trinity to evil." I'm down. He's gonna fight him one on three. So I'm thinking well, there's gonna be right, right, two other people there, right. and I'm just like, and if you're and if you're gonna say something being evil then yes jbl would make tons of sense yes yes yeah you know boy but, this but if, you, if you actually want to get young well people lower on the card over i guess war raiders would make sense yeah i guess i i don't know and i, I don't know don't either care. like so is this a boneyard match or like a who loves trump the most match like out of these two um I, I can't ride with none of this American badass Undertaker stuff. Uh, I mean, good thing we're not expecting these two to actually have a match because uh, I was cocked cock ready and loaded to, to unload on these fools for being washed, both of them. Now they'll do a, 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 a damn... Plunder match. Uh, yeah, a plunder match. So, like, they won't even have to, like, be athletic or anything at all. So uh, they can just whack each other with shit and you know, eventually I, fall in a hole. I was actually looking forward to this match being a match. Just like like when, you know, the idea of me still going to WrestleMania was there. I was really looking forward to this match because this is AJ Styles' dream match. So, Excuse you me? know, this is AJ Styles' dream match. It, how so? No, he said it. When? Where? Like several times. That he, he always wanted, wanted to Undertaker, Undertaker at WrestleMania, right? But like, did he say that he wanted a bone match? Or no, bone no, that's match or whatever well, the fuck this is. Oh, hold on, take it. But remember when I said this is what I was saying? I was looking forward to it okay, being a regular gotcha, match. Gotcha. And then they said it was going to be a boneyard match. My eyes rolled up like the Undertaker, and I was like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about this match. But uh, so I mean. I think that's what you have to do to try to get him to look somewhat resemblant to how he did what ten years ago. It's not even. I'm not even asking for twenty year old, twenty year ago Undertaker. Give me ten year ago Undertaker. Give me year before Brock Lesnar broke you, Undertaker, and I'll be good. Dude, so yeah, 2000, this, 2012, yeah. 2013 Undertaker. Like yeah, that's long gone. That feels that don't feel like 2012, 2013. That feels like that's 2005. Like that's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like we haven't got a quality Undertaker match or a quality single Undertaker match since 2015. That's almost unfathomable to, to, under, to understand after the run he was on. Like, once he went back to the dead man gimmick, like it's yeah. unfathomable. Like he became so much of a better worker in terms of being someone that was that athletic and always like knew what he was doing to being able to turn it into producing quality matches on pay per view and whatnot and big matches when needed to. To like. It's gone and it's never coming back. So I don't know. Just, just think about the end of the air match with a Taker, Michaels, and Triple right. H. If they had that last that lasting yeah, image man. of them three at the end, and then Undertaker retires the next night, oh my God, Undertaker, man, we talk about him, probably talk about him as one of the best wrestlers of all time. But he's staying around long enough to shit on any type of you know legacy that he had. You know, I don't know if this is a hot take or, or whatever, but like 
bad Undertaker matches are historically the norm. The street with that, the street within the street, that was like some outlier shit. Like, <laughs> like this man largely will snake this bitch up in a heartbeat. Yeah, but that's because he was running that dumb. That's because he was running the dumb gimmick that he felt allowed him to do the quote unquote character work, as opposed to like having good matches. And also, like I said, like or Undertaker before like a certain time, it was not about having good matches. It was about him being. In a way, like Hoganish, in a way of like I do this thing, it, the crowd reacts to it. I make my money, I go home, as opposed to like you know I'm in the dome, so I need to like work Muda with <laughs> with drop toe holes and shit. Like you know, yeah, we talk about Hogan I'm... in Tokyo Dome. Imagine Undertaker in the Tokyo Dome <laughs> back then. But um, yeah, he needs to go. He he needs to go. He been need to go. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was like. He he had. But I hope he loses. Bury yourself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the thing is, like, if AJ doesn't win, then like, he's a complete bitch. He he was totally hold the whole entire feud from yeah. top to bottom. Dude yeah. comes out, calls a shot, beats you up. You come and, and say all type shit about his wife, say fighting words. He says you couldn't make it in his era, and that's why your ass never made it to the to the company. And then he puts your ass away. Jesus. Yeah, it's Why? it's just like one of those things. You should use legends to put young guys over. But there's no young guy in this situation. It's like, why are we having this match? Like, seriously, why is it happening? I, I, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm seriously asking, <laughs> why is this happening? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're at a point now where, like, AJ has been the best wrestler in on the main roster in the last five years, over the last five years. And his best wrestling match is going to end up being with Shane McMahon. When it's all said and done, his best WrestleMania match is going to be with Shane McMahon in the yeah. opener. Yeah, boy. <sighs> wow, uh, that's depressing. So, uh, next match on the card. Well, hold on, hold on. What, what we got? I got, I got two and a quarter for these gentlemen. Oh, that's nice of you. I got two and I got two and one quarter. I got two and a half. I just, I think they're gonna. I mean, boy, I think I think sub three. <laughs> A lot of sub three on this show. I, 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 I was just, I was just saying because it's just a garbage match. I just like, dude, like, what right? the fuck even is this match? That's my point. Yeah. It's like I don't even know. <clears throat> I don't even remember what a boneyard or, or a graveyard match is. Like, if all I know is like it's like Sting versus Vampiro. Like, I imagine somebody's gonna pull up a fucking uh, tombstone and bash somebody over the head with it. For all I know, I don't yeah. know what this is. The, WWE is so scared to offend. They forgot that. They became billionaires by offending people. It's so weird. <laughs> Until, to me. Oh, I mean, they took their ass to Saudi Arabia and then also made dismemberment jokes. So I don't know about if they were worried about offending or not. Uh, I will say that they're just not doing uh, risque stuff, I guess. Or, or yeah, it's just like the titties or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when my friends tell me, "Hey, uh, this is boring," you know, like they say wrestling is boring. I'm like, I I can't. It's you know I can't disagree because it's not quite. I'm talking about WWE. I mean, yeah, like yeah. I enjoy I enjoy what I enjoy because I've been watching it so mm-hmm. long. But it's nowhere near what got them hooked on wrestling, right? Because like back then it was like the you're a teenager or you're or you're a young adult and like there's no internet or Wi-Fi around and porn is easily easily accessible. There is no such thing. Like the idea of a porn hub sounds like a pipe dream back then. So it was like, oh. 
they're showing me scantily clad women. Like, what 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 are they going to do to like get you on that level to as a as a you know a a horny ass teen or young adult? Like, what what is that supposed to do for you? Like, what would be the equivalent? Are they going to show you someone eating somebody's asshole? What I mean, what, is, what are they supposed to do to match? How what will be the equivalent? I don't. I, you tell me. I don't know. But what, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But, but it, what are they going to do? Show ovaries, cervix. Yeah. Like what are they supposed to do? I don't know. I don't know. Boy, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm. Sorry. I apologize to all the female listeners of One Nation Radio. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, and look, on the woman's side, what's supposed? To, I mean, look, if they want to show dick, I, they can go ahead. But like, I ain't gonna be. I ain't I'm not watching. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, they tried with EC3, right? Oh yeah. Like that had to be the gimmick. Yeah, he, he he was a beefcake, I guess. Like This man was flying from City to City, oiling himself up, walking around, and letting it be known he was available. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, another, another thing is, like, look, if, if their whole idea is they're trying to sell sex, they have yet to take the the flat jacket off of Roman for the ladies. They have yet to do that. Bro. They they have shown Leave that money on the table. Chest, I think one time ever when they uh, when they did that uh, evolution match the last one where they swept him clean 3-0, like and they took his shirt off to beat the fuck out of his back with a kendo stick that's the only smart thing they've ever shown that man's bare chest look, on their live television they slack look, him. They, they, look they ain't maximizing Shayna they ain't maximizing <laughs> they Sonya they, they not. They not. They need to go ahead and, and, and open up Look, to, to, to to new demographics. All Japan, <laughs> all Japan women's would have uh, would have uh, would have went straight ahead with Shayna and um and uh Sonya. They would have. Yeah. But you know, whatever, man, whatever. <laughs> man, I was excited about this show until I got on the uh, got on here. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Doing okay. my job. So, so, so let's uh, that next match on the card. Charlotte Flair versus I'm sorry. Rhea oh my Ripley, god. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair because Rhea's a champion. I mean, I totally forgot because they, you know, Jesus Christ. I don't know who's been more dominant in, in their feud, um, The Undertaker or Charlotte Flair. Um, I don't know what exactly they plan on doing for Rhea by doing this, and I don't know exactly what the hell like is at is going to happen. Like at this point, when they come back, whether Rhea comes back as a champion, winning this match, or if Charlotte is the NXT champion and comes back, I don't want either. I kind of don't want either one of them return as champion for the NXT Women's Division. Like I'm just done with both of them. Like. And I, I mean, I'm done with Rhea because, like, they've made Rhea likable, but they've done a, a job where I'm thinking, like, this is a person who needs to be moved on to the main roster now because they are so bombed out and depleted on the main roster on both uh, both sides that, like, you need, uh, you need fresh blood because you've, you know, ruined so many of these women. Uh... And then on the other end is like if Charlotte comes back, it's like what the fuck you do that for? She's she's dead. She 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 is she just needs to kind of like go away for a while and she's overexposed. Charlotte needs a like, year off. Why would you bring that to NXT when you have your best women's division? Like that ain't nothing but a curse. And you're gonna have somebody lower over the top of that and like kill these other people's opportunity to show to grow and get more experience to get ready for the quote unquote eventual higher up to the main roster, like this is going like if Charlotte comes down, that's a stunt. That's stunning Bianca's growth. That's stunning Io Shirai's potential growth if she stays or whatever. We don't know. Um, Candice, Mia on down. 
like they don't need her. They're perfectly fine. Everyone's Look, out there. The fans, the fans ain't clamoring for her to right. show up. Right. In NXT. Right. And they look. I watch NXT every single week. I haven't watched this week's edition, but I watch NXT every single week. They love Finn Balor's stankin' draws, and rightfully so. Right. He he's uh he's reinvigorated. Maybe this would do so, the same for Charlotte, but Charlotte's done so much winning that like I don't think people want to see her back lording over the title after they just got done sending away uh, Shayna. So yeah, man. Uh, all bad. Hope they have a good match, but all bad. Yeah, they- like. Go ahead, Floyd. No, no, no. Go for it. I was just gonna say, like you know, I saw so many people say they've completely zapped Rhea Ripley as a babyface already. Like, just made her super generic woman. Um, and it's that Charlotte Poison that. <laughs> be talking about on here she just makes things worse uh because they have to portray her in such a strong way or whatever uh they did give us an all-time kind of gifable moment when charlotte rode up on rhea ripley uh in the parking lot i saw it on twitter <laughs> and kicked her in the back and it was like was rhea ripley walking into a closed garage door like just she was made was made to look like a dumbass um I, I'm interested to see if Charlotte did win, will they then count this? Because I think she asked on Twitter, should they count this as number 12 for, or number 11 for her if she wins this or whatever? Yeah, because it was like, isn't, isn't one of her 10 already her first uh, NXT Women's Hotel reign? No, I don't no. believe so. No. For sure. It's not. Positive. It's not. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. That's right. When they changed from the butterfly belt to the, she, yeah, now she got another additional rain out of sec- it. Yes, they added a second rain off that, which was bullshit. The, you're right. That's the one fraudulent uh, addition to yeah. the title reigns that they did. Whatever I forgot. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Go ahead. So fraudulent title reigns would not be out of um, you know left field for Charlotte here, but yeah. Uh, I mean, um, in fact, if you give her this one, then you can say like, well, you know. She's actually a twelve-time champ. We didn't count it the first time. You just go back. Oh my god! I mean, oh they, god. you know they're trying to get her to sixteen. So you meant look, go ahead and just use it. Sixteen, right there, boom. Girl. Or twelve, right there, boom. She is like, she's almost like, it's like, bro. She needs a year off, like a year away, or like just something. Like she got to like, but but the thing is, she can't go nowhere, right? She's too because big. like. It's not even she's too big. It's them rosters are, are secretly weak, yeah. really weak. Like, and it's like, nah, she ain't going nowhere. It's like, I don't know, man. She's not, it, it's, enough, she's not a big enough star to draw, but she's still like the third biggest star in the women's in all the women in WWE while not being a draw. Like, it, and this is this is their own doing by pushing her down people's throat over a long period of time. And like this is also like the this is also the residual effect of what they did with the Becky push from um, two years ago. Like people have still like people respect Charlotte and recognize it. Like she's you know what she's done in the ring, but they don't love her. I don't even know. And, and, that's and, they, the case. and they never and they never loved her. But this like but this whole thing with Becky like further has been like oh yeah we never really actually they like crystallize it. Yep, it's like, it crystallized it, oh, yeah, and, and, and then a... it was like, oh, oh what, everybody remember what happened during the Sasha feud and everything like that. And mm-hmm. Sasha always being more over her career, never recovering after that. Yeah. And it's just like, all right, people see see the see the play happening. It's like, all right, you about to do this with Rhea Ripley now? 
or a Rhea Ripley like beating you, like what does it really even mean? Because you're just gonna come back and eventually like ruin that shit or whatever. And then how she's consistently going over Oscar left and right, and you know people don't play by Oscar. So it's like all this stuff like with Charlotte is just like combined to make her someone that just needs to go away for a little while. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, she's someone needs to go out there. She, her, and Aunt Andrade need to like you know. Go somewhere. Well, it's quarantine right now, but like once they can, you know, get their passport game back on point, like they need to go somewhere and just, just, just enjoy themselves for some months and then come back with a fr- with a fresh start. But it is what it is. I mean, and it's, well, another thing about it's hard is like Andrade just came back and it got hurt after the PD spitching. Um, yeah. Hurt. Anyway, so yeah. I mean, over I, under for the match to start starting. I, I probably I say just like wanted to. I, I probably say three. No, I say three flat. I just wanted to say they sanded the edges off of Rhea Ripley so bad. <laughs> I just thought she was this big. She was this badass. I remember last year at Mania at Access. I looked and I was like, man, you have such this badass aura about you. It is like, and not a lot of women on the roster really had it. It was her and Shayna that had that bad actual badass aura about them you know and then it's just like they have her smiling and they're like just happy to be here and it's just like she's generic top yeah yeah even when she was on nxt and she hit charlotte it was like her and bianca beat her up you know what i mean it's just Mm -hmm. it wasn't it's like where where is rhea ripley you know what i mean where's the rhea ripley now she does almost come off as well, of course, they don't know how to book a baby face, so right. I guess that's I guess that's it. Mm-hmm. But she could still just be like, "You can't whoop me," kind of thing. I think Bianca played a better badass when she was going up against Charlotte than Rhea Ripley is, because it's like solid it's, point. And when I saw this, when I saw this match coming, I was super excited. Right. I, I really was. I was like, "Man, this is gonna be cool," you know, badass Rhea against badass Charlotte, and just like. The build has actually made me not want to see the match. Yeah, I think I think your point about Bianca is like uh, what you. I think a part of that is ultimately what you said at the beginning. Like they sanded off Bianca's edge and made her antiseptic, and like they didn't do that with Bianca because because it wasn't enough time for them to do that to Bianca. So like that's the reason why Bianca still comes off how she's always came off, as opposed to they lost something with this. Stuff with uh, the night after Royal Rumble, where Rhea comes out to challenge Charlotte for winning the Royal Rumble. <laughs> and, and then, like, Rhea's like, explanation is like, Yeah, you know, no one wants to see Charlotte versus Becky. No one wants to see Charlotte versus uh, Bailey. So I'm just going to bail out the matchmakers. What the fuck? Like, whatever. Uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, she yeah. came in from a position of weakness, and she's the champ. Yeah. She's and it's just one, so champion weird. It has something to prove, and it's like <laughs> they. Know, but on a on a not a thing where like this someone has your number. This is not, this isn't like Charlotte or not or Becky and Oscar. This is like nah. This is like first time ever match with the champion having something to prove. What? Uh, Whatever. Doesn't uh, make sense. It just doesn't. Yeah. Uh, next match: Kevin Owens versus the Monday three Night stars. Messiah. Oh yeah! Before you three, do that, yeah, I have three stars for for Rhea and um. Yeah, I can go three. Yeah, three. three I'll, go, I'll go three. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. Next match. Kevin Owens versus the Monday Night Messiah. Seth. <laughs> this is my most. 
this is my most anticipated wrestling match. I think with the whole empty arena, WrestleMania, them able to do their thing, I think they're going to give them some leeway. And I, you know, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins, when allowed to do what they do, are going to can put on an amazing match. So I am very much anticipating this match. Now, Rich, go ahead and ruin it for me. No, 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 no. Before you hop in, Rich, before you hop in, Rich, you, you made a great point about like, well, you leave those with your own device, they ain't going to have a great match. Yes, they absolutely can. Four years ago. Go ahead, Rich. <laughs> so um, it has to be talked about how much of an all-time failure Seth Rollins was from last <laughs> WrestleMania to this WrestleMania. My fucking God. You get two wins over Brock Lesnar, one of them clean as a sheet, and it does absolutely nothing for you. Why? Because you can't close your mouth, and you make yourself the most dislikable person on Twitter. You 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 you, you feud with Baron Corbin for months and months and months, have negative star matches. You become a whole bitch when you're wrestling against Bray Wyatt. The fans turn on you even more. You have a parody of wrestling main event in the Hell in a Cell and then finally get the belt took off you over in Saudi Arabia so no one can see it. Like just like, hey, it might as well not even have happened. And now you ha- you're doing this goofy character where you don't have good matches anymore. You're rocking a man bun and wearing one glove like you're Michael Jackson. Uh, you're rolling with a crew that don't make no damn sense. Um, <laughs> I feel like these dudes ain't got nothing in common. Like... <laughs> There ain't no type of like, you know, ain't, ain't nothing really intriguing here. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, and, and then Kevin, they've been holding on to this like it's some special match from Survivor Series. I don't give a fuck, bro. Like, I've seen these niggas wrestle a million times. I'm sorry, Floyd. I'm sorry, man. They, uh, it's, uh, man, it's. <laughs> You just you just look at these dudes and, and it's just like okay, I know what Seth Rollins is now. Like and he, I know what he was before, and it's sad. the The idea of Seth Rollins is, is what is what he is now. Like WWE, like the average WWE watcher, like they they see Seth Rollins and think he's the great worker or whatever like that, and it's like. No man, like he's been surpassed time over and over and over. And then when you just see him, there's so much missing with him. And it's like it's glaringly obvious that he's not a top guy. He never should have been a top guy. And it's like he is a dude that benefited a lot from being not Roman Reigns. And <laughs> and it is amazing that he made it that far before people found out and i'll and i'll always go back to on to um when i started calling it out with Seth was before he got the royal rumble win in the second half of the year i feel like he folded it up once he realized they were never going to pick roman reigns or him over roman reigns uh going into SummerSlam. he was as over as he ever got and then he like laid it down like halfway through the year and I was like, yo, something's not right with him. And then come to find out, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, like the, Zig- the Ziggler feud happened um, at that point in time. Then, then like, either the third or the fourth sh- Shield reunion, 
happened. Then Roman left, and then they immediately go to this like stupid fucking uh, Ambrose feud, and then he wins the Rumble. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is See, like all right, whatever. And then he, you know, he wins the belt, and it's like at that point, like he is just like drifting off of the fumes of Monday Night Rollins in that Gauntlet match, and yeah. like they go from there and. You know, he comes out and he says that dumb shit, and then he says the stuff he says to Osprey, and then like while he's saying this, he's also going out there and having these shitty matches because the the company is telling him go out there, tell him go out there and, and try to carry uh, Corbin, and no one can do that. <laughs> you know, they thought he was so not the guy. They made him arm candy for Becky, not the other way around. Right. Right. Yeah. That's and how it, and, they didn't believe in him. Right. And then like <laughs> they do that part and then like they, they ultimately like cool both of them off by doing that pairing with Lacey by having yeah. Becky oh, carry yeah. Lacey and, and um having the other way or the same thing with the male counterparts and ultimately the way that feud ended, it's just like, yo, this is just whack. And then you know, the real only like real good moments we've had with, with Seth over the last like year since or since uh, WrestleMania 35 is like that AJ match and like the Su- SummerSlam match, and then after that has just been like so rough. No, no, but the biggest the biggest thing that hurt his career was not him, uh, you know, burying every other company, you know. That's literally the one percent of people on Twitter that see that. That's yeah. not a big deal. The, the big face, deal. The, the no, turn. No, the biggest thing to me was him announcing his relationship with Becky. You think so? I think. Oh, I, I mean, I think that I think the Ambrose thing is like the Moxley, yep, like when he hurt, sold yep, his yep, sold yep, his boy yep, up the river. Yep, yeah, he was yeah, like I that. Think, I think ultimately, what all comes down to with with him was when he came back from his knee injury. And he shows up and he lays out Roman with pedigree and holds the title up. And this is the returning dude that just came back, what, less than like eight months after blowing out his knee. And the next night they have him go out there and shit on the fans and go back to being a heel. It was like, no, yeah. there's a chance. Take it right there. And they have they really have no excuse because Roman was going to get the PED suspension for a month. They really had no excuse at that point in time. I mean, I don't, or let me phrase it. I don't know if the times are close to where it may have been overlapped to where they would have known when they needed to get Roman off of TV because, you know, they don't immediately spin you. They always write you off TV. But it was close uh-huh. at the point in time where it was like, all right, well, you know, he lost or he beat him at um, Money in the Bank or whatever it was, whatever, whatever pay per view that was. Uh, and then got cashed in on, and then Roman does that job on the first Raw on the brand split to uh, Balor, and then he's gone for a month. Like, all that stuff happened in, like, quick succession between July and January. Or July and um, August. So, whatever. Like, that was an opportunity to go see it then. But, like, they were still they were still holding out hope. Uh, and I was like, for me, it's like, what's better than one baby face? Two top baby faces. Try it now. And then, like, look where we are now. Uh, anyway, so. But Kevin, I mean, Kevin but, Owens. But, but Kevin Owens, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Kevin Owens, another dude, is bad opportunity at the wrong time. Like, it. You know, Kofi Mania took out, took off, and that was supposed to be his spot, and he lost it, and whatever. We got something better than what we probably were going to get, but um, he was basically going to be the Stone Cold character, and then Becky took right. that. 
And well, then he was there. Well, he had had that. Well, she had started building it up even before he had came back from those that, uh, the knee injuries. He yeah. just came back and started doing stunners. Uh, like when he was doing the Everyman vignettes with his son and the popcorn and eating. Yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, I think what ultimately for me is like I like that he's a baby face, or whatever else. But if you're a person that's looking for like character development, it's like, all right, well, like I just saw this dude be a dick to Kofi and turn on Kofi after like two weeks or one week, like a year ago. And now I'm supposed to cheer that dude like months later as a baby face. Just he moves, move brands. Nah. The one, the one thing about KO, he addresses that every time he does not does wish he do that one of those i am at least i am when i am and i can look at myself in the mirror and he's, like, he, he's yeah. like he's like he's like i've done shitty stuff in the past he even told the street made the joke the street profits he's like i like you so much i might not even turn on you <laughs> he is very much it's he's one of those people he does not let you forget that's the only thing i say wwe hasn't kind of pushed that under he brings yeah. it up but it's just right. yeah. I think Kevin Owens should have been a babyface way sooner in his yep. career, and yeah. they and they and they had him run as a ain't shit heel for so long. I remember the first time him and Roman Reigns locked up, and it, it was like they were in a battle royal together or something. Um, it it may have been like like I, it might have been around the summer of 2015 or something like that and there was like an energy in the building and i was like man if only those roles were reversed i think it would be even bigger mm-hmm. never got to that obviously but <laughs> it was like i think he's just he's been around for so long he's getting older so he's gonna have to he's got to do something in his career that's like kind of special because it's a baby face yeah yeah, as a babyface, it's like he he. I feel like he's a face now. He should work like he did the beginning of when he came out. Two thousand fifteen, like, when he's doing yeah, like Arabian or not, screen, you know, yeah, like yeah. best moose all ever's and stuff. Yeah, I knew. Yeah, yeah, he should Bro, work like, like that. I don't. I don't think I don't, he do that no like, more. I don't think he does it. Yeah, I think. I mean, Maybe. remember he had double. Remember both when he was gone last year, or um, right before going coming back in um, beginning two thousand nineteen. He got work on both his knees, so he that might that part of his career might just be over with. Like yeah. he might just be like you know, I mean you look at like very similar to a lot of dudes. It's like you look at his 2016, 2017, or early 2017. He was at a certain level, and then you look at his work past that, and it's not the same. Like there's a dude that was out here like you know like two out of three months would give you a four star match pay per view. And we aren't at that low. Like the 2015-16 Kevin Owens, like that—that's a thing of the past. Like that's—I think at least that's what I believe now. Um, given that you know it's it's three years later and we've yet to see anything like to that level of consistency out of him. Um, he's a vet. He, he doesn't have bad match. He doesn't like have that top match. that makes he's like, yeah, man, like. Cause we're, like he used to be just so different from yes. everyone else yeah. or whatever, and when you saw him, you felt like you were seeing like a special level of worker. Like, and remember one match with Roman at uh, 2017, that's just fucking yeah. awesome. We don't have. Like, I, I think is that his last great match, like singles match. I would have to check. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't know. I can't even think of one in the last year, and that's actually sad because he's one of my favorite wrestlers. Right, and I'm and I'm not saying like he's he's trash because like he still has, no no like he's, just, he he's very much in like that oh. Seth AJ thing where it's like they were working at a certain level, and now that level's below that, and then like to ask them to do that is like 
unreasonable it seems is like it's sad in a way because it's like is it just the injuries is it the motivation is it the travel is caught up to them is it all of it or, or or what or what are we missing here and you know and some of these do certain things where it's like you mentioned stuff with the motivation you mentioned like the age and the injuries with aj and it's like i you know age injuries and be, and having you know Vince creative like beat you down every year like that's just a it's just a uh is a yeah. real you know thing. I'm gonna go ahead and uh and handicap these boys. I, I'm gonna be generous to these dudes. I th- I think they're gonna come out there and try. I'm gonna give them three and a half. Uh, yeah, definitely go three and a half. I think it's gonna be the match of the night. I'll go three. I'll go three and a half. I was gonna say three and a quarter. I was like, nah. That's that's way too easy for them. Yeah, I'll go three and a half. Um, is there a stip on that match? Cause or am I am I misremembering? No, I think it's just straight singles. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, now we're at a part where we have to start picking NBA arena stuff. match. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, they're all NBA arena matches. I don't even know where to start. Oh, okay. This is what we'll do. Um, Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan for the Intercontinental Title. <laughs> um, I, I, the best part of this has been them and they're acknowledging Drew Gulag is still on the roster. I love that. Uh, but I mean, this match could be great. It could be just a match. If you were to ask me what I think would be the best wrestled match on the card, I, this would be the one. This would yeah. be the one for me. Um, you know, Daniel Bryan wrestles at such a high level, even and works within even WWE's flawed system. I mean, it's flawed. <laughs> I'm not even going to be like, well, 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 it's flawed. Uh, but um, that he commands people to bring stuff out of him. Like I just saw a match tonight with Nakamura. He had a three and a quarter star match with that dude. It, it, it was no crowd around with. You know Michael Cole's commentary <laughs> with camera with the camera crew like cutting from dudes throwing a strike exchange like to show Sami Zayn's face for some fucking reason on a pre-taped show. I, he he still manages to figure this stuff out because he's a genius. Um, I, I I you know in Sami Zayn this is his first singles match at WrestleMania. Uh, I know it's not WrestleMania, but you get my point. It's WrestleMania name only, but whatever. Like. This is a dude that I've said for years, and I think we've all, I think, I don't know if y'all disagree, but like, this is a dude that has, like, aside from the quote unquote look, he has literally all the tools that you want. He has fire, he's smart, he's well spoken, he's a great promo, he's a great wrestler, he's exciting, uh, he can wrestle multiple styles and tell stories in his wrestling. Th- that dude is a incredible baby face that people want to rally behind. We've seen that in NXT and in W, and we've seen parts of it on the main roster, like specifically like Battleground 2016 with Kevin Owens. Um, but he's never someone that's ever gotten his, gotten a break. And now that he basically came back and was Vince McMahon's sounding board for bitching at at the fans for a year, he's finally getting his, his solo run uh, with Daniel Bryan. So I think like. I don't know if he's so shot and done with WWE that he just wants their money and and just and will just doesn't care about motivation or anything else. But if this dude wants to show that he is still um, what's still within him, 
they're going to go out here and have a great match, even with no crowd, because those two possess that kind of talent. If you told me at the end of 2014 when <laughs> Dan Bryan was in limbo with the neck surgery, but came back and then Sami Zayn was rising up through NXT that one day these two would wrestle each other at WrestleMania. This I would have been over. What's up? Like, this is a WrestleMania main event, right? Right. I would have been like, this is, the, this is the main event, right? This is the top of the show, ain't it? Like, I'm going to be ecstatic over the moon. Nah, man. None of those feelings. It's like ninth or tenth from the top. Who knows what day it's on. It came together in the last week. Um... Or two weeks I, out. Two weeks out. Last two weeks out. Uh, Daniel Bryan it is. It, I'm only shocked that he didn't have to wrestle Sheamus. Um, <laughs> the the uh, I don't know, man. It, something. Yeah, this, about, I don't. It's, it's it's like something like I can't unsee it with Daniel Bryan. Now he just cut his hair. It seems like he's like gone to another stage of his career almost, and it's like. He's doing this weird thing, like he was like he. To me, he's still the best wrestler they have on the main roster, I, I and it's just like, too. and it's just like, wow, he's exactly where WWE always wanted him, and he's back looking like the Daniel Bryan that never got a shot. So like when he cut his hair, it shit was like a a mind fuck for me. I was like, wow, this feels like it's like. 2012 or 2011 and they'll never fucking give him a chance again and I'm just like looking at it and it's like this like weird thing and I'm like wow he's 10th from the top he's fighting for the intercontinental title how do I get into this how do I enjoy this without seeing all these like flashing alarms that they're never going to go with him right uh, yeah. I, I can't enjoy this like I, I, I just can't Daniel Bryan is only back because you know AEW and New Japan. New Japan blew up and AEW exists because he had a place to go. He had places to go. That's the only reason Daniel Bryan's back. They don't want him back and they treat him often like they don't want him back. This is this match. It's like, well, we got to have you on the card because you have it in your contract. You can ask for your release at any time and be granted it. So they try to placate him and give him these matches I am actually still excited about this match. I think Sami Zayn in the, just his pride, he thinks he's a, like the greatest wrestler ever. So he's going to go out there and try to put on a match. And Daniel Bryan is that guy that if you ask, you say, hey, who could give Goldberg a good match? You're like, oh, Goldberg's horrible. Who could give him? Daniel Bryan could. He's yeah. that good. Yep. He's that good that he could pull him up to where he needs to be. And that's what he's going to do. Daniel Bryan's going to go out there. Sami Zayn has it, so he doesn't have to pull very hard. Right. He's just going to slap him and say, hey, I just need you to be Sami Zayn again. And I think they're going to have a good, uh, they're going to have a good to great match. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 my over under for this, if they give it 10 minutes, get the fuck out the way. Or don't do too much to to too much Gaga is uh, I have it at three and three quarters. This is the only match I'm putting this high. Yeah, I, same. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think I think people will be talking about this match. Yeah, I don't right. know if it'll be one, but it, people will be talking about it. Like if this was somebody else that was as good as Daniel Bryan, but not Daniel Bryan, I would not I would not go uh, risk my neck to give this three and three uh, three and three quarters as a over under. Like. Mm-hmm. 
Daniel Bryan has like this incredible ability to like. There's nobody I trust. There's nobody I trust in WWE on the main roster more than Daniel Bryan. Period. I just, I just it's just in the world of all this chaos and craziness and nonsense. Like he's the only dude that's figured out like how to maneuver all of this nonsense. Like Seth ain't figured it out. Uh, Ambrose didn't figure it out. Roman hasn't figured it out. Like, maybe not since, like, I guess, Cena, maybe. Like, no one's really figured this out. Like, I mean, like, that 2017 to 15 Cena. Like, that's the only... <laughs> like, not since then, no one's figured it out at this level. Like, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. ne- next match. Um, Otis versus... I almost said Mandy. Otis versus Dolph Ziggler with Mandy in the corner. Um, they sh- they did some stuff tonight um, with this love triangle stuff where stuff hit the floor. Um, you know, Mandy has been dating um, Ziggler. Um, it has now been learned that uh, Sonya sent Otis text messages that caused Otis to be late and that she was working in cahoots with Ziggler for God knows what fucking reason. We don't know. We may never know. Um, and so Ziggler was giant no. spot and, and, and picked and went ahead and picked that up and took that back home to the crib. <laughs> so, so Otis is not good enough for Mandy. Dolph Ziggler is the type of guy Mandy should be dating. That's that was the reason from the very beginning. That's the that's adding color from someone that watches every week. Yeah, 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 that's 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 more or less a story. So it's like life and fate, mm-hmm. and even people are like keeping them apart or whatever else. But like, you also have the other end where like Otis is heartbroken, and like he's heartbroken, he's like in weird corners backstage, like behind Mandy. It's like, yo, that stalker shit. Like, stop this. Um, you know, but they did give. Mandy plausible deniability to where like if she has a change of heart and like eventually ends up with uh Otis like it won't be like you're you two faced person like cause she was clearly manipulated and, and I'm gaslit so you know everyone's you know I think a lot of people were you know just done with the intrigue of the original thing leading up to or after the uh the Valentine's Day date but you know given all the circumstances of them running the show that they probably shouldn't be running um on the last sh- on the last show they gave it like a, a you know a shot of adrenaline to see if this shit will jump off the off the uh stretcher we'll see i got a weird theory here about sonya deville that i shared with james earlier <laughs> will you like to share it with the rest of the class uh, yeah i'm going keep, to i'm going to keep that no like so since this is a special WrestleMania preview. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and trust that everybody knows where I'm coming from with this, and we're all adults here. So, you know, I feel like Sonya Deville is madly in love with Mandy Rose. That would right? make sense. And in doing this, she saw the threat of Otis, right? And in order to keep her away from Otis while still not like completely jumping out the window herself, she had to use a tool like Dolph Ziggler. Right. And, you know, don't want to or something like me more than you think right. um, <laughs> uh, to go ahead and get in between 
uh, a, a man like Otis, who she does not have an answer for. Otis is an untraditional looking kind of fellow here. He may be out of his league, but you know what, 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 what the deal is. She doesn't know like, like Mandy could fall for Otis. Because he's being genuine, he's being with his heart and everything like that, right? And, yeah, and he's, like, he's just strategy, I guess you say like strategy wise, like she's so used to the typical game of like trying yep. to quote unquote protect Mandy, uh, which really means like trying to preserve Mandy for her for what she, her plans are with Mandy. That like some dude comes out here and throws rock, she yep. got paper. Someone comes out here throw paper. She, you know what I'm saying? She, she got she scissors. Got the so, she this. got so, someone comes out and throws scissors. She got rock. We're like, what happens when you got someone like Otis that like is out here throwing out water? <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do with water? This this is the game. <laughs> so you ain't playing the rules. These are not the so, rules. So Sonya knows that Mandy ain't gonna fall for no Dolph Ziggler right. because Dolph Ziggler got a reputation out here. Dolph Ziggler is not the one you fall for. Okay, like so, so she'll take a temporary L to get the W <laughs> in the long run. Right, so That's what this is. Okay, so let's talk about the temporary L. The temporary L is that like Dolph Ziggler for weeks now has been teasing Otis by basically saying that like he has more or less been. In them guts, that man has. Yes. Been, that man is basically. That man is basically been pissing off Otis and playing mind games with him by basically saying all but saying that like he has touched ovaries. So I, what I need, so look, if that is the kind of love that that um Sonya has for Mandy, I could buy that if this were not world wrestling entertainment. <laughs> Because they they do not know how to play well with adult feelings around sex and emotional love and romantic love in that way. So if they figure out if they if they figure out how to pull this off, I will give them props and say they figured out like above high school emotion. That's nah, that's what I'm man. Saying. Need, need to give me them props because I'm ahead on this shit. Like <laughs> always ahead, you but, know. All right, but, but, but back to the back to back to the main thing. I think that um, I'm really actually now that they shot this thing um, tonight, I'm actually intrigued again with the Mandy and Sonya thing, or Man- the Mandy Sonya Otis Tucker Mandy thing. Um, I'm, they they pulled me back in. I, I'm interested to see what they do, and I will like to note that like this is Dolph Ziggler's first singles match at WrestleMania after being hey. in the company for all these years. And he was he, a world champion. He's a world Shout champion, out. world title in 2013, two time champion, uh, world champion. He cashed in at um, night after WrestleMania uh, 29 in 2013. And you look at his counterparts of like Kofi Kingston, who was a champion for six months, and then you look at Cody Rhodes, and you're just like, oh my god, thank God Cody got out of here because he he never have, would have uh, got a single another singles match ever again at WrestleMania, never. Shouts out to my man Sue Williams who was on Twitter ap- aptly describing uh, the situation for this match. Indeed. Wasn't nobody coming to see Otis? Nah, nobody was coming to see Otis. <laughs> this was—I'll tell you—this was a match. This was a match that I accepted. 
It, it, uh, this is a match I accepted was on the card. It's a mid card uh, match. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's it's the soap opera part of wrestling. I love the soap opera part of wrestling. This is an 80s romantic comedy. You know, it's cool. Is it an 80s romantic comedy if it involves a lesbian? It, it, okay. It's a, I would say, so, so, say, say it'd be a mid 90s. Mid 90s romantic comedy. Yes. Okay. One, like after we get an Ellen in here and into the game, then we then, yeah. yeah. Sonya's the bad guy, you know. She doesn't understand. <laughs> I mean, in the movie, she would. In the movie, she would be the bad guy because she's manipulating. True. Yeah, True. she would yes. be the bad guy. Yeah, she's out here yeah. on that full Drake and Rick Ross stay yeah, yeah, yeah. scheming. Yeah. She would be the bad guy in this situation, and it's like, I mean, if you want to give Otis a win at WrestleMania, I'm like, I, I mean, I mean, do what you want to do. I, I just like I said, I don't care who wins this match. Mm-hmm. It's more like I said, it's the soap opera. I've enjoyed I, it all. I've enjoyed how they've put it together. Right. Apparently, apparently, you know, they got the Me TV guy or whatever, and that's Me TV. And I keep yeah. hearing it's going to be Mustafa Ali. Yes, but GT, yes, yeah. Gold Dust. Or, or sorry, uh, Mustafa Ali is now Gold Dust. Yes, he yes, is the one uh, that showed the footage. He's the one that broke it free. He is out here hacking. He's on his Sullivan Crow. Um, so he he telling on people. So what you're saying he is, is the police. Mustafa, yes, he's a cop again. Mustafa yes. Ali is a cop once again, again for yes. the second time in his life. Yes. 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 Yeah. He knows Two how this goes. Two and a quarter for this match. Two and a quarter? I think that's being nice. But I, I guess Dolphin, he can carry it. So Okay. How... how how much Otis have you ever seen in the ring? As a me, yeah. I mean, everything he's did in NXT. I mean, since he debuted on TV there. Okay. So, so I am going I, to give this two. In, I'm going to give it two and a quarter. Um, I think it's going to go short. I think it's going to be mostly centered around the story um, on the, the outside story of the ring. outside of the ring. And like, depending on the finish we get on this, if it's a if it's a happy ending, this shit can easily I can easily see this shit going over three. If it turns into Otis gets his teeth kicked in and his heart stopped, I mean, this is fucking this is WWE. Like expect it to because it's WWE. Then it's gonna be one of those. It's gonna be one of them two flats. Get the fuck off my TV screen. It's it's supposed to be you know day and all this stuff where you want to put smiles on faces. Meanwhile, you want to stomp on this on a match that means absolutely fucking nothing. You can't you can't have Dolph Ziggler do a job. After all these jobs you had this man do for a, for for a decade straight, <laughs> he can't do a job now for this one mid card dude. You can't have one good moment on the mid card. Fuck off. No, nah, man. I'm we, all we, in we, on we this. Protect, Otis, no. Mandy, Otis yeah. Manny 2020. I booked we, the we end got, of the match. We got to protect Dolph Ziggler to get his post-WrestleMania no. title shot against somebody. I'm booking the end of the match. Otis looks Look. like he's going to win. Sonya shoots a shot, and she kisses Mandy. It distracts Otis. Zigzag match over. Oh, my God. That's like the worst possible ending. That Manny, sounds exactly like what Manny they do too. Like her. <laughs> is like, what the fuck? Oh my god, that, I'm rooting for it. That, Please, don't that sound exactly like what they do too, Rich? That sounds do exactly it. like what do they it. do. do he, he, eyes a bug out to be shot. Ziggler just get the zigzag and get the fuck on. And, yeah. You know. Right, and Dolph Ziggler ends up with both of them. Yes. Dolph Ziggler's like, not even what? in the story anymore after that. <laughs> now, what, was that what, what, what was that you said? Dolph ends up with both of them? Yes. Lou yes. Will, huh? Lou Will. Lou Will. Let's 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 move on. Right on along. We I think we probably talked about this that longer than any other match. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Who will? Who do? <laughs> All right. So, um, ooh. All right. Okay. The Kabuki Warriors versus Alexa oh Bliss God. and Nikki Cross. I mean, this should the be a- women's tag titles. I should never tag out and just win. Just bro, I don't even know if Kyrie Sane made it back in the country. She did. Yeah, she's quarantined. Man, um, I think they're gonna flip the bills here. Um, and it's funny because this is actually who uh, Oscar and Kyrie Sane won the belts from. Right at Hell in a Cell. Yeah, um, run, like after the first two matches, where it was just like, "What's going on?" They haven't done jack shit with the belts, really. I, I guess this has to be on the card, but <laughs> two stars. Oh boy, um, they're gonna have a TV match. Um, yeah, they're gonna have a TV match. I don't know who wins in. I mean, it is. Hey, after, I, Oscar after, did a job for Alexa Bliss last week, though, right? Yeah, that's my point. Like, and that's to say, like, I don't know who nice. wins. And at this point, because they have Alexa Bliss, uh, or they had uh, Oscar doing a job for Alexa Bliss, it's like, who cares who has the titles? Um, I would like. I, I mean, the, one thing I would say is I would like for Oscar to Oscar and Carry to win the belts or hold, retain the belts, so that like. You know, this is always along has always been a floater belt, so they could easily just after this just move them to SmackDown and have, you know, more help have them help out this that terrible division over there on SmackDown. So, um, in a you know, and a Nikki and Alexa are already on SmackDown, and that division stinks. So for them to come back with the belts on a division that already stinks, they're not going to make the division any more stink or any less stinkier because they're already on the one that stinks. Nope. So, yeah, I I think just from a for me, I would have um, Kabuki Warriors retained so they can go over there and mix it up with like the likes of Sasha or um, Bailey or Naomi. Uh, Alexa's a better personality to hold the belts. That's the only reason I think it should go to them. Uh, it's more visible when she has the title. Asuka, no, I mean, Asuka is great, but I'd, I'd rather her chase singles titles than be strapped in this tag team. Um, I think she's I think she's done in a in the at a top title contention spot right now, or at least for a while. They have to they have to go back to drawing board with her. Maybe, I mean, well, I would man, say Oscar about to get her yearly title shot and then move the fuck along. She'll I, be I, back. I would say well, she just had that at um, in January. I would say that like traditionally, what they should do is have them lose car or or. Asuka blows up on Kyrie and then boom, there's your thing. But uh, that would require them to actually give a fuck about two Asian women at the same time. So I don't expect, expect them to do that. I expect them to just continue with them being a tag team forever. They're going to be um, attached to the hip for a while. Um, and Kyrie will just be a jobber uh, until her contract runs, runs out and she ends up back in stardom or wherever else. And then, like, she'll roll off a bunch of four star matches and will be like, Oh my god, I didn't realize she was this fucking good. So, there you go. Oh, I, I know somebody that that has his eyes on her, so hopefully, uh, you know, Kenny can uh, go ahead and get a, get a lifeline out to her. She just got married in Japan. Her husband is in Japan. If she leaves, I expect... I mean, she maybe she does want to stay in Florida. I don't know, but 
I my money would be on her going back to stardom. Work both. Work both. I'll pull the Rio. Dude, I'm I'm all about yeah. I'm all about working both. I mean, stardom you know works more, you know, as far as you know, getting more matches and more reps. I'm all I'm all about the talent exchange with them. I mean, I don't care. I honestly, I want that one more than New Japan. Hey, you might uh, they, be on to something with that. They uh, desperately, um, for the sake of that division, they desperately would like based on need. They definitely need a lot more like top level workers out of the women's division than they do uh, top level men. So you, you got a point there. Um. Yeah, uh, over under for the match. I think you said two stars. Maybe they can help Raw and SmackDown too because this is WrestleMania. My God, <laughs> so, my starter coming in and helping them out. Yes, oh, yes. I mean, <laughs> I mean uh, where, look, where are these top level workers on this show? Uh, I mean, where are they hidden from me? I don't, I don't, I don't see it. See them. Look, well, let's put it this way, right? Like. If if whatever, like if I were to do a WrestleMania like card on the starting roster, like I know I can just like count down like four star level matches, right? I just do that, right? Um, WWE, like we're just like, what's the best match they gonna do? We'll put it over at three or three quarters, like so. That's 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 kind of telling. Um, yeah, yeah, it's kind of telling. But um, yeah, I would say I'll say two stars. I'll say two flat stars. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, two stars. Yes, yeah. yeah, I'll stick with two. Okay. Um, next match. Jesus. There's, yeah, there's, there's. Bear with me. There's one, two, three, four. There's four more matches. Four more okay. matches. So, uh, and none of these matches really uh have any, you know, have anything real things to say as far as uh, but this is likely the last one where you have real things to say. Um. The fatal five way match for elimination match for the SmackDown Women's title between Bailey, Sasha, Naomi, Lacey Evans, and Tamina. Give Tamina the gold watch, baby. Give her the gold watch reign. She can lose it the next day. No, I, I, Tamina I, time. I, yeah, this is say. Oh I mean, this is how much the. I mean, I'm just saying, and then have this is how much the belt. I mean, this belt doesn't mean anything. This should be a singles match. This should be Sasha and Sasha and Bailey. You know, it's just yes. Explain to me how this company that books these fucking venues almost a year ahead of time for big shows like SummerSlam and WrestleMania managed to mistime the timing for Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam, which ultimately leads to Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns not on the SummerSlam card. Then. They literally announced that WrestleMania 36 is going to be taking place on April 5th, 2020 during WrestleMania 35. So that was literally a year. How do they miss time putting the seeds in motion to get to the point to where you want to see a Sasha and Bailey match? It's mystifying. It makes no sense. Like whatever, um, poorly booked. Yes, very, very poorly booked. Uh, so yeah, um, because they don't care about women's wrestling, you know. 
Oh, don't you know it? Don't you know it? Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, I, I, I cringe when you said Tamina time because it made me think of Tony time with Tony Storm, and I was like, oh, that is, oh, that's awful. That is. Remember when? Remember when Tony Storm used to wrestle? You remember when she used to wrestle? Yeah, I remember that too. I mean, I loved her. She was a great wrestler, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I we we got Anna J now, so you know. Yeah, yeah, Anna J. <laughs> Anna J. Anna J. Too wise. Oh, you was. Um. So, like, before we move back to the match, like, Anna J. Apparently did something to that shook up the internet, and I'm just like, I'm watching the match. I'm like, she's fucking up half the stuff she does, but whatever. Like, cool, whatever. Like, y'all, y'all, like. She's. I didn't even get a. I didn't even get a look at that. I was just like, well, okay, this is gonna be a squash match. I'm like, why is it not a squash match? Why is this like being competitive back and forth? Why is she? Why is she kicking out of office? Why is she getting offense in? Why is there a near fall on Hikaru Shida in this match? In this match, and then she beat it. And I'm like, okay, like, well, hmm. this could have. It had a competitive match, and it was pretty good. But like, I'm just like, this person is clearly uh, green. Hurt. But hurt. I, hurt. I thought that she could be good eventually with more reps. I did think that. Her Instagram's amazing. That's all I got. Agreed. Um, <laughs> most, most of the women on on AEW and WWE's Instagrams are amazing, but whatever. Uh, yeah, I back to this match. Who get, who could possibly care? Like, some, I'm, I'm room for Tamina. I'm, I'm I'm room for Tamina. Fuck I'm it. For Tamina. Okay. Well, I'll root. Yes. For, I'll it ain't like. Look. I'll root for Naomi for Caleb's sake. Because yeah. when she, cause if she don't win after she just took that pin uh uh tonight, it's he's, he's been again for all that. Well, you know, they you know they're telling the story, they're building the track to it. Why does she keep fucking losing if if, if she's the hero of the story? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. Tamina time. Let, let, let's let, 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 let's get let's get her uh, a belt to go with the jacket so she can stand there and look real dominant on y'all. <laughs> You know, stop. I, it must uh, stop with this dominant catchphrase. Stop this. <laughs> Come on, man. All right, so let's shake it up. You know, you get, get to meet a shot. If Naomi wins, they can't because then they would have to admit that she's the greatest woman's wrestler alive because her last three WrestleManias would have been world title, battle royal winner, and world title. Can you beat that? What, what was she doing in 19? Or not? What was she doing in WrestleMania 35? I don't even remember. She won the. Uh, didn't she win the the women Lady Dre or whatever? She, uh, no, she, she won, won it 34. I thought she won the. Oh, she won the title at 33. Right. Oh my yeah. God. Uh, they mixed together. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but I get what your point. Like she will become become like one of these. Like one of the bigger, uh, more accomplished performers in uh, WrestleMania history for the <laughs> side. Yeah. Um, okay, so Elias versus King Corbin. Ooh. Oh, I'm sorry. Before we get to that, um, the five way match. I got it. At, I clocked it. Clocked in at two and a half. At uh, two for for uh, for over under. Just a flat two. I, I, I'm gonna go ahead and give them a 1.75. I'm gonna go with two and a quarter. Okay. Okay. Look, unfortunately, there's only one Sasha Banks in this match, so. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah. And you know what that means on the opposite of that? That means there's also one to me another card. Guess what? It's Sasha Banks. Hey. So uh, somebody got to make the champ, the new champ look good. Oh, man. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Tamina time. Tamina time. Oh, Anarchy. That is... Please don't. Hey, pl- I'm not even gonna say it because y'all are doing. I'm about to say, please don't. Actually, please, I, please don't text me hashtag Tamina time. People are gonna do that. I, I'm actually about to tweet. I'm actually about to tweet that hashtag Tamina time. Disgusting. Yes. Disgusting to me. Um, Elias versus King Corbin. I don't really have much to say. Uh, I saw that they did the thing where Elias is a ba- apparently a babyface again. Good for him, I guess. Um, he um. They did this thing where he they threw him off a off the perch thing that they have in NXT, but said it was in the PC, and they did this goofy looking thing where he fell off of it uh, via shot to the head by the scepter, and there was a thud on the ground. You never see Elias fall. You clearly so clearly he hit a crash mat, and then they reshot the angle to show that like he's laying on the cement. Um, yes, I said cement instead of cement. Sorry. Uh, so like. They shot a murder angle. They're going to wrestle. It's not going to be good. I am a one and a half. I'm a big Baron Corbin defender, and I don't understand. I I guess the only reason this match is on the show is because there's no Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Because this seems like more Mm -hmm. of a storyline during the Battle Royal than it does as a match. It's on the card to justify what they did to us for the past like six yep. months. Corbin. It's the same thing as when uh it's the same thing as when at WrestleMania thirty four how they had uh that US title match with Bobby Roode and Randy Orton and Rusev and Gender. It's like, well, we made this dude the champion for half the year as a heel, so We've took we know it's money time, so we have to take the belt off that dude because that dude didn't get us no money. So to justify that, on the back end, we have to give him a placement somewhere on this WrestleMania main card. And yep. Corbin was the top heel on SmackDown for half the year. So this is how they justify it now that they've completely gotten rid of him and dispatched him uh, down to quickly, quickly. Well, it's almost like it was cap. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like you know uh, Elias and Corbin this in an empty arena yo it's w- better, don't you uh, think it's, w- it's in an empty arena than actually in front of crowd, a crowd that will have to suffer through it bro I it would be the nice. same volume level it would be the same volume level like it's funny these two WWE PC ass wrestlers fighting in the WWE PC nothing's been more appropriate than Corbin and Elias here Baron versus Samson alright um so I, I I have one and a half I have 1.25 I, I'm going flat one I don't I mean whew. There's no one to carry the match. There, I mean, there's no one. I, 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 I think we're getting out of here with the end of days and calling it a day. Yeah, like, I think Corbett should win, but who cares? It's Elias. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, man. Next match, Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley. Why? <laughs> Because they brought back Bobby Lashley then after WrestleMania 34. And they've tried everything they can. Sami Zayn couldn't get him over. 
Braun Strowman uh, had a had a very good last man standing match. Couldn't get him over. Um, Lana and Rusev couldn't get him over. Leo Rush, Leo cool. Rush right. did a good job. That's the best person that did the best job with him. And then he asked for for a pay raise, and they said, "Nah, fuck that." So he so he went away for a while. He's back in the fold in NXT and Two Hundred Five Live. Um, they tried to use Baron Corbin and Drew McIntyre to get him over, and those are two people that can barely keep themselves above water. So, <laughs> like the, everything they tried with this dude does not work. Like it, it's a shame that they that they have uh, done this for Baron Corbin, but like Baron Corbin, like when you do the most overrated thing, like Baron Corbin shouldn't be isn't as overrated as Bobby Lashley is in WWE anyway, like, I hear all the things about what stuff he was doing away from WWE, and, like, I, it, by the sounds of it, it sounds like he wasted his time coming back, you know, unless it's just for the check, and if it's just for the check, fine, cool, I'm glad, happy for you, you got the check, anyone gonna get this man's money, but this, this has been a terrible, miserable run, with very few uh, bright spots in it. Yeah, man, essentially got squashed at WrestleMania last year, um, by the demon, yeah, he's he's this this is gonna be some uh, King Kong Bundy SD Jones like like match. Like I think we're gonna get a bell ring, and and it's funny, Alistair Black been squashing black guys on on the way leading up to this. So this is so he can squash the big blackie this time, you know, and hit him with the uh, black mass, you know, and that'll be it, you know, in under a minute. Yeah, they they need to give Bobby Lashley to Michael Michael. Uh, what is it, Michael Malcolm Bivens? Is that what it is, Malcolm Malcolm, Malcolm Bivens? Yeah, I think he could get him over. I think he'd do a good job. But uh, yeah, he's getting kicked in the face. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, I, I would like for it to be some type of setup to where like you know maybe Lashley is going for that spear he does, and then like he just cracks him with the spinning background house of justice. Uh-huh. Like I just all I want is a cool black mask. That's all I want. Yeah, I think this match ain't gonna last long enough to get a rating, but right. I go two and a half. Yeah, I just give I give this a no rating. It's a little short. Yeah, I, I'm just like no rating. Yeah. Okay. This is a match that got completely changed because of one Rey Mysterio's uh, quarantine thing, and also because of uh, Andrade. Oh so Raw tag team title match. The Street Profits versus Austin Theory and Angel Garza. Um, T- TV tag match? Is that basically what this is going to be? I think it's going to be less than that because I think that it's going to go shorter. Yeah. This this is like one of the matches that's on like WrestleMania 6 where it goes like three minutes and then it, it maybe ends on like a double disqualification yeah. or a count out or something. Yeah. Like count on it. They're bringing that dude in to do. They're bringing in Austin Theory to take this job, to take this pin. I I am sad. I'm just. I am sad because after 22 years in the performance center, I was really rooting for Dawkins to finally get his WrestleMania <laughs> moment, and he does get it in front of nobody. So that I feel bad for that dude. Other than that, uh, yeah, you know, they're gonna win. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna win. They're gonna win. Um. <sighs> Austin's there to take the pin. Two stars. <laughs> two. Yeah, uh, two and two and a quarter. Look at you being positive. All right. Uh, who, who knew? Who knew I had it in me? Yeah. Ne- last, next, and thank God, last match. 
the I'm sorry, John Morrison versus one of the, one of the members of the New Day versus one of the Usos in a it's a ladder match still. Yes, it's still a ladder match, and it, so basically they're going to have a triple threat singles ladder match for presumably the SmackDown tag team titles, which is fucking dumb. But shit happens, and when you when shit happens after you're deciding to run a show no matter what, regardless of the, cir- the circumstances that tell you and scream to you not to run a show, this is what you end up with. So, um, whatever. Like, uh, is Morrison? It's either Kofi or Big E, and it's a Uso. That match should be one of the better matches of the, of, of the night um, on paper. I'm I'm looking forward to uh, I want a twin switch where the Usos switch out and then the other one wins just because Yo, really there ain't no rules. Yeah. yeah. What's stopping them? Then let's do that. The other twin gets the title and we, we win it that way. I I don't know. It's the fact that it's going to be a triple threat singles triple threat match to decide the tag team champions. Or is it the belts are even going to be on the line? We don't. I don't know. know. We, we don't even know, know until the show comes on, whichever night it's on. We don't even know what night it's on. I, all I know is the Miz was a dick for showing up sick to the show. Oh, I gotta say. Yeah. Um, that look on all these teams are long in the tooth. Uh, these uh, <laughs> Miz, Miz, Miz and Morrison Miz was and teaming Morrison up for a couple of months. <laughs> long in the tooth. Look, long in the tooth. <laughs> they was teaming up when we was talking about oh something. 07, 08, oh. 09, like like that was that was when that was going on. Um uh, so the new day all been around forever. Um and fighting each other forever. Yep. And I don't know, man. <laughs> see see WWE needs to do paid excursions. Like the Usos you write them. You could write them off for like a year and let them go wrestle other places. You can't trust and, some dudes to be on their own for a year. You know that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I never mean, thought of it that way. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, you, no, you just like be. you literally just blew my mind. I was like, I never even thought of it that way. <laughs> so you okay? EC three is not doing anything. Yes, send them out. Yes, yes. Someone like farm him out. Someone yeah. like EC three, but like you can't yeah. leave like a, a the Usos or a Jeff Hardy to like or Randy Orton like to their own devices to be unsupervised for yeah. long periods of time. And if I understand, like, you, need, it's you, need, just, you might have to call a you might have to call a welfare check. It's it's just the one brother, right? Because I, 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 uh, I think all, all the time they know. Got in trouble has always been the same. No, it's been it. both of them. Yeah, they it's both been, been both of them. Yeah, like one, yeah. like when one gets their shit together, the other one like fucks up, and they and they always want to bitch. They can never have both of them. One of them just be a single by themselves on the road. You know, take them off the road together. In a world where they're getting six figure checks and Uber exists, I do not understand how that happens with them. Yeah, same here. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna go ahead and I don't know. I'll I'll put I'll put two and a half on this. Oh, and yeah, because I just don't know like you know the whole situation with it. I just feel like the dynamic's gonna be off the empty arena. It ain't gonna quite curl, you know. I'm gonna give it three and a quarter because it's a ladder match for Christ's sake. Like I I'm sorry, like 
<laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I don't see I don't yeah. see ladder matches being bad. They're just, I mean, they're, they're, yeah. I've seen bad ladder matches, but they're so rare. It's very yeah. hard. You have you have to like um, I mean, you have it has to be a really bad day for you to have a bad uh, ladder match or a not good ladder match. Kofi mm. Kingston, the mighty have fallen. Uh, but yeah, I think he'll carry this to a good three and a half. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as what that means for implications, like, hopefully it means that, like, one of these losers moves over to Raw and, like, wrestles the fresher tag teams between, like, the, um, the War Raiders, um, Authors of Pain, uh, Rollins and, um, Murphy, like, you need to put, you need to keep the Usos and the New Day away from each other for, like, at least, like, it feels like at least three years need to be away from each other. Like, y'all, they need to keep them away from each other like that damn Brian and Roman Reigns. That same type of allergic feeling they got. That's what they need to transfer over to them. Yeah, yeah. good point. Very good point. Yeah, so, uh, guys, um, our- Also, uh, uh, Gronk will win the Universal title. <laughs> win at WrestleMania? Yep. He's just going to spear Goldberg after the match. So it's gonna be so basically. Yeah, like, yeah one more be, opponent. Yeah, it's gonna be like Yokozuna and Hogan. Yokozuna and Hogan at WrestleMania nine. I I don't know what's gonna happen, but Gronk winning the belt, calling it now. <laughs> Send his company into further chaos. And I must remind all the people that listen to this show and all things elite, stay vigilant. You know what that means. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Floyd. So thanks for carrying us through um, some of these storylines that we weren't um, all that um, yes. up to date on. Because I know you watch all the wrestling. How you watch all the wrestling, I'll never know. But but I, but I appreciate you, my brother. I, and, yeah, I work out a team and I watch wrestling while I work. <laughs> yes. uh, but yeah, like um, as far as plugs, I, I, I want you to get your plugs out, man. All right. So follow at at elite pod. On Twitter, uh, that's the only one that really matters. I don't don't follow me because I just put hashtag Chiefs Kingdom on everything. So, but uh, thank you for all the listen. Our show comes out every Saturday. All things elite on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. So make sure you give us a shot. Uh, we try to be the pi- uh, the positivity podcast. Yes, except for when it's time to talk about. Uh... <laughs> The main roster, and we showed up for two hours. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know what? You ever seen the meme of like it's like a triangle of uh, a three hands, like all like grab each other by the wrist or by the forearm, and it's like NXT fans, New Japan fans, (laughs) AEW fans in the middle was like shitting on the main roster. So, like me as like a former co-host of of of. NXT then now forever uh, Rich as a person that like knows the title lineage history of the IWGP uh, championship and as Mr. State Vigilant himself all got together to shit on the main roster this was literally this was literally that meme cause (laughs) yes I was genuinely excited for the show and then y'all just reminded me why you know I shouldn't be but I'm gonna stay excited for the show my boy Drew is in the WWE title. I know a lot of people like you know don't think he's the guy. I do. I've thought he's the guy for years. I'm sticking with him. Yeah, man. Um, before we go, I keep forgetting to plug it. Please join our Discord. Go to the Social Suplex um, Twitter account 
You'll find a link. Maybe I can find it. Uh, send it to James. Or we can put it in the notes of the show. Join our Discord. Uh, and, you know, it's like a social suplex Discord. For, so you can comment on all the shows uh, and just hang out and kick it in each of the individual t- channels. It's got, like, video game or they got sports stuff. I mean, none of that stuff happening right now. But um, <laughs> whatever you uh, want to come talk about, if you want to, you know, talk to us and all that, this is kind of like an easy way where we can uh, talk back with you. Yeah. Um, yep. if, you, if y'all need me on that thing, like, be sure to add me. Otherwise, I'm not gonna see it because, like, I got everything on mute. <laughs> yeah, yes. One <laughs> one rule for the discard Discord: we all hate Caleb. There you go. Oh wow! No, <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Damn, bro. I told you. I that, that's me and his relationship. That's how we yeah. just give each other constant shit all day. I see. Well, I mean, <laughs> you kind of deserve when you was out here uh, doing that trolling la- or last night talking about how you were trying to convince Caleb that uh, Blood or sorry Roadhouse was a damn superhero, uh, superhero movie. movie. Yes, what? and uh, yes, the old thing was. I know it's not a superhero movie, but everybody hates Caleb, so everybody was supposed to take my side just to give Caleb shit. <laughs> So what happened in so that situation? The damn, the damn man of his honor over here, James, like takes Caleb's side, and I'm like, "You broke the internet. You broke the world." I even, I didn't even comment after that because I didn't know what to do because <laughs> the one thing I can count on is James disagreeing with Caleb, and that didn't happen. This one got us fucked up out here. Yeah, that one got us fucked up. Oh. I, I knew it was a trash take. It was just, <laughs> it was just hey, James is gonna have my back because he didn't no, like Caleb. No, I I value. I don't know if you noticed or peeped this with me yet. Like I, I value being right more than more than more than, more than like almost anything else. Like I'm sorry, like I'm just I'm just not gonna do it. <laughs> my my ego and like my ego and like trying to be right most times is not gonna let me just like put that one to the side. Nah, yeah, I, 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 I like Roadhouse. I like Swayze, but nah. Hey, I, I'm about to ask once I watch it this uh, this weekend or Monday or whatever. I'm about to ask Caleb if my dad is a heel wrestler is a superhero <laughs> movie. <laughs> This this can't man, but this all stemmed from me watching uh Talladega Nights, and I'm like, man, Ricky Bobby is this is a superhero movie. All right, we gotta go. You you do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um yeah, thanks again, Floyd. Uh but that's the end of the show. Be sure to rate us on whatever app you use and listen to this. Tell the folks about the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Be sure to check out our friends at powerslam.tv, the sponsor of the show. If you're a fan of independent pro wrestling and have over 5,000 hours of footage from all over the world, you can use the code Social Suplex to get your free must trial. Don't forget to visit ProWrestlingTees.com slash Social Suplex to pick up some official Social Suplex Podcast Network merchandise. And also be sure to check out the shows on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. On Sundays, we usually have this show, One Nation Radio. On Tuesdays, we have Keeping the Strong Style. On Wednesdays, we have the Ricky and Clyde Wrestling Podcast. And on every other Wednesday, we have Roman Watcher Shit. On Fridays, we have Get in the Ring. And on Saturdays, we have Floyd's all things elite. Thanks for listening, y'all. Later. First. <laughs>